So, like, thanks to viewers like you and SassyGamers.com, Bard Rock Cafe can exist, I guess. So, like, you can find links to Sassy Gamers, our Patreon, and social media stuff in the show notes. Just click. Thanks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special Valentine's Day collaboration event with Marty from Wayfair's D&D Podcast. Hi, that's me. Uh, yes, it is. For this, we will all... Well, they will all be playing level 20 characters. Can't they have see it, no idea so hard. what I have coming. That's not ominous at all. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we don't even know if this is set in Faerun or any of the other, like, 50 D&D places. We don't even know what setting we're in. Yeah. Yep. When asked to tell you, like, where the setting was for your character, I just told you, make a backstory. Let's just go around and everybody introduce themselves and introduce your character. Starting with you, Marty, since you are our guest star for the evening. I will be playing Tiber Solomon. He's an ASMR paladin. Tiber is on a mission to essentially become the new god of love because he thinks love is a stupid concept and wants to change it. That's his whole deal. He's about... What, what did I say? 5'9". Very strong. He's wearing a belt of fire giant strength, so, you know, that's a solid 25 strength. Long, white hair, tied back in a low pony, plate armor, the works. A big old greatsword. You're your everyday paladin. But he's 5'9", you said? I think so. Let me check my character. No, 6'2". I lied. Okay, I was going to say, you're not an adventurer. You're not over six feet. Oh, okay. oh I Don't attack me is. like I this. I see how it is. Sure <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Like, I'm a paladin and I'm 5'5". Five five. <laughs> what? No, you're not. Shut up. Go home. Damn. Got me. <laughs> Thank you, Marty. Paul. Hello, everyone. Yeah. You might recall I normally play Brock's song on the podcast, but today I will be playing PEMDAS, a blue-winged tiefling, actually originally from Waterdeep, and PEMDAS is a mathematician, a clockwork soul sorcerer. That pun was awful, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Tyler. Hello, everybody. I play Roland Armbar on the Bard Rock Cafe. And today I'm playing a half-orc forged domain cleric named Grandma Snickerdoodle. She's about 70 years <laughs> old and about five, I think six or something I said. And um, she's always smiling and happy and just wants to bake everybody bakery delights and see the smile on their faces. And she's donning all of her cooking equipment as her armor. And she uses a her, like, spork as her weapon of choice and her pot as her shield. I love her. Yes. <laughs> so precious. Isn't it though? It, yeah, it is. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Hito. Hi, I'm Justin. I played all of these on the Christmas special. That's it so far. When this comes out, you will and... make nothing else. <laughs> will I? Okay. Cool. I play uh, Nadir Kosan Amber on the Bard Rock Cafe, and today I will be playing uh, Rita Floman, a 
a, a sort of gladiator turned blacksmith due to a lot of circumstances that may or may not come up depending on how awful Kenny wants to be to me. He he looks very sort of Hollywood Roman almost. He's got like a white toga, a wreath crown, but he also has these like giant golden bracers on his arms that take up pretty much the entire forearm. And you can see, like, etched down them all kinds of lines, and it looks like they come apart in, in a thousand different ways. That's fantastic. All right. And last but not least, Steph. Hey, everyone. I play Epi on the Bard Rock Cafe podcast, but today I am playing K1TTI, or Kitty for short. I am a Warforged... Uh, singing a telegram bot <laughs> that looks like a kitty cat with little speakers for ears and a uh, basically a radio for a chest plate and a permanent smile on her face because she was made to be friendly and approachable and because no one stops the mail I'm coming fresh off the boat having basically deposed a dictator with the power of communication and friendship and also this gun I found it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm just holding in the longest laugh ever. Like, the whole time you're explaining this, I'm like, I can't stop smiling. Like, I, I have tears rolling so down my eyes holding it in. I made it I made it until... And also, this gun I found. Power communication? Love and, uh, and uh, <laughs> She had me at radio for a test. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> The power of love, friendship, and automatic... <laughs> Just like every anime. Incredible violence. <laughs> Don't you worry. Height isn't a requirement when being an adventurer. I am five foot one. With rollerblades for feet. <sighs> yes. You're not an adventurer. You're a mailman. <laughs> no one stops the mail. <laughs> Have y'all seen that picture of, like, the UPS truck and the FedEx truck running into each other? No, but I need to. <laughs> oh my god. Like, this is that image made into a character. <laughs> right? Like, get out of the way! <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, you guys are gonna have so much fun uh, with this character. Alright! <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> My eyes are party. backlit LCD screens. <laughs> <laughs> my turn to be a cat. <laughs> to, to be fair, this is the second time you've played a cat. <laughs> this is true. It's like my go-to for one-shots is Everybody cat. Everybody wants to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the real adventure were the parcels we received along the way. <laughs> you know you're a genius. <laughs> I love this. This is fantastic. Your pizza in 30 minutes or it's free. <laughs> Just keep going. We haven't had a free pizza yet. <laughs> there have been some lawsuits, but no free pizzas. We're our insurance <laughs> bills are through the roof, but so are our profits. Y'all get oh. four hours of this. <laughs> yep. Literally, one of the oh, yeah. top traits oh, is I can't get it's angry. Be a long night. <laughs> You need to always have that character in your oh. back pocket. That's just amazing. That's just the best. Look, that's that's coming from Grandma Snickerdoodle, okay? I, I love this. Dear audience, we give you a serious level 21 shot starring a robot cat, a mathematician, and a little old lady. Also a paladin that literally wants to kill the god of love. Someone's yeah. taking the divorce really hard. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. There's gonna be some backstory to that. I hope it comes. It's not up. that he wants. Okay, so it's not that he wants to destroy love completely. It's love as it stands now hurts. Let's fix it. Do you need a hug? Yeah, Was his heart broken? Need a hug. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Air guitar. Be here. Let's let's get into it. You all are going about your daily life. Wherever you normally would find yourself, you're just a normal day. Except for you, uh, Rita, you kinda had a strange one. All of you, seemingly in tandem, feel yourself sucked into a portal and deposited right smack into what looks like a cafe. <laughs> Except for you, Kitty. You have been dispatched from the Blackstaff's Tower to collect the adventurers that were summoned for this specific purpose. So you are to deliver a message asking them all to come to the Blackstaff's Tower. Uh, you have a brief description of these four people. So we were just literally just plopped in here? Yes. Whatever you were doing, the middle of your day, like... Grandma Snickerdoodle might literally just be pulling, like, a tray of Snickerdoodle <laughs> cookies out of the oven and then just... I was literally just about to... There you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so like, sorry. I didn't mean to steal ready? your thunder. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that my cue? Right. Uh, oh, John, I thought I'd, I thought I'd just put in the cookies in the oven. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, can she appear in the Bardrock's kitchen? <laughs> in this, this cafe that is totally not the Bardrock's kitchen. Do I do I see that there's a there's an oven like a kitchen in the oven like there's a kitchen in the Bardrock? There's a kitchen in the oven. <laughs> oh, there yeah, it is! I'm it's gonna go get my cook. There's a whole kitchen inside the oven. We have a TARDIS wow. yeah, There's a whole kitchen. Is there? Is there a kitchen inside <laughs> the oven? <laughs> I have so long to go for this. You can't, if, if you can't now, take the heat inside the kitchen inside the oven, get out of the oven. Get inside the oven and then get in the kitchen. <laughs> I wonder if my cookies are done. I'm gonna check the oven. But my cookies! Oh! <laughs> They'll be burned! They'll be seared! They'll be stuck to the pan! Oh no! Somewhere far off in Waterdeep is Granny Snickerdoodle's house. It's just like starting to smoke and, like, the fire alarm's going off. <laughs> Grandbaby Snickerdoodle's coming in. Grandma, your cookies! Right, so, I established PEMDAS's from Waterdeep. What cafe are we in? Just for clarification. The Bardrock Cafe. Fully reconstructed and very, very snazzy looking. Awesome. So PEMDAS is like, oh! Oh, the Bardrock Cafe! I haven't been here in a dog's age. It's just about time for my lunch anyway. And I go up to the proprietor and say, can I please have a meatball sub? <laughs> so the proprietor is out for the moment. Darn, I was ready to talk to myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited for I was so excited for Paul to roleplay uh, himself. Well I'm in the kitchen I'm in the kitchen, so <laughs> Oh okay, dearie, I hear you. <laughs> oh man. What would Tiber be doing? Nobody is stopping her. This is like, wonderful. Please, this is Brock Song's kitchen. <laughs> the three people that work here uh, are just like okay with weird stuff happening. Melody and Harmony are both just out there, like, what's happening? 
And then in the back, there's DJ that's just like, yep, well, okay, I'm not stopping this lady. <laughs> Would anybody else like a meatball sup? As they, like, shuffle into the back. Oh, they got rye bread back here. That'll go nicely. So I also have it in my character sheet that Tiber has the Water Davian Noble background. So he's also from Waterdeep and would maybe know of the Bard Rock. Uh, at this point, yeah. You would have known because a meteor smashed into this place. Oh, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing that happened in episode one. The thing that's the premise of the whole show. That happened. Tiber just kind of looks around. Not entirely sure why he's here and not, you know, just in his home. But shrugs it off and goes, Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take a meatball sub. That sounds the lovely. The keystone lights all around. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> 20 meatball subs, eh? Yes. <laughs> One for each level. <laughs> <laughs> this is delightful. And I would like to just say that softly in the distance, you can hear just the sound of what might be an ice cream truck just approaching at a at an unheard of speed. <laughs> yeah. And then just the doors there you go. and <laughs> and zips straight in, hops on a table, you just see the titanium five foot one kitty cat with just, you know, big irons on both hips. It's fine. Don't ask about it. Oh my gosh, it's a Terminator! <laughs> <laughs> I draw my sword? <laughs> oh. No, don't worry about it. I'll be happy to introduce myself. <clears throat> Hello, I am a singing telegram. I am here to greet you. It's a pleasure just to meet you. I came here bearing news that's sure to make your day. The message that was on its way has made it here to stay. So sign along the dotted line and I'll be on my way. You all have been summoned to the Blackstaff's Tower. Yay! <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I worked hard on that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just imagine when Kitty is coming from, like, far away, there's just this ethereal Thomas the Tank Engine dude, and, like, the super bass version of the song. Anyway, carry on. Blackstaff Tower, you say? Uh, little old lady, it looks like those meatball subs and those keystone lights will be to go. <laughs> That's true. Don't worry, you can take it with you, because you're coming too. Well, just so you know, everything's already prepared and ready to go. It's already packaged in your duffel bags and your snack bags. That's why I love the service here at the Bard Rock Cafe. I turn at the camera and wink. Five stars. Roll credits. <laughs> I don't have a credit stat on my sheet. Can I roll performance? No. No, we're just, <laughs> just no. I, I rolled the Hero's Feast, so we have that. So... Yeah, I will go ahead and say that, yes, you all have Hero's Feast from the Meatball Subs, which is the best meal. Oh my god, I don't even eat, but this tastes delicious. I recently got an update. I now have a tongue with taste buds. Ooh, fancy. Would you like anything else? You still look hungry. Oh, I actually don't eat. 
but I'll take a hug. Oh, Grandma's got all the hugs you'll need. Come here. <laughs> Don't squeeze too hard. Grandma's getting old. This this moment is too pure, and Tiber just starts openly weeping. I think he needs a hug too. We can do a oh, Grandma. I'm gonna order a hug sandwich, and I'm gonna go get on the other side and hug him. <laughs> just crying. <laughs> oh, it's okay. You can cry all you want in Grandma's This arms. is just too cute. <laughs> I, can't hey, I was designed and tested by approved audiences to be friendly and approachable. Uh, remind me again, what does Heroes Feast do? Alright, for the next 24 hours, hmm. you all gain 2d10 temporary hit points, and your maximum hit points... Well, okay. Your maximum HP increases by 2d10. Tyler, you actually do have to roll that real quick. Six. Okay. You all, your hit point max increases by six, and you heal that amount up. Oh, wow. You are all cured of all diseases and poisons. You are immune to poison. You are immune to fear. You make all wisdom saves with advantage. I've cured all of your love diseases. Wow, I didn't even know I had those. <laughs> Even the love-making so ones. Is constructed Bard Rock Cafe? Yes. Okay. So that means that Tyler just cast a spell within proximity to the obelisk. <gasps> True. Tyler, roll a d100. Here we go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 17. You know what the fun part of this is? We get to see the cleric table now. Oh, boy. Any spells you cast within the next hour that restore a dead creature to life... Do not require hey. material components. That's helpful. <laughs> I want to pinch Tiber's cheek real quick. Uh, It'll be uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. I I uh didn't get your name. Why? It's Grandma Snickerdoodle. Don't you remember me? It's Grammy. Oh, of course, Granny Snickerdoodle. It's been so long. Yes, quite. You never visit. Yes, well, I keep keep myself quite busy these days. Well, I'm very lonely, so you need to visit more often, or you won't get any Grandma's cookies. Ooh, you know how I love those cookies. I'll certainly make more time for you, Granny. Please go. Thank you, dearie. If you order any packages, I'll be able to deliver them straight to your door, as often as you order them. And I'm sorry, little cat robot creature. Your name is... My name officially is K1TTI, but all of my friends call me Kitty, and that includes you now, too. Oh, I'm making friends left and right today. This is lovely. And are the other two here as well? Yes, I believe that one over there, the blue tiefling with the wings is coming with us. The guy over there who has the mm -hmm. Roman centaur, or the Roman uh, gladiator outfit. He's coming with us, and um, oh. Grandma's coming. It'll be fun with Grandma, and you're coming too. Always. This is an interesting bunch. What, and you said this was for yes, the Black sir. Staff? She ordered this message special for you. Uh, and you, and you, and you over there. Pleasure to meet you all. I'm Pemdas. 
PEMDAS. What, what kind of name is that? It's a tiefling name. Are you being racist? <laughs> no, I was just curious. That's fascinating. <laughs> my programming told me that that was actually a way to do mathematics. Yes, that's my fam my family. It's a family name. Uh, old fashioned. I I'm several hundred years older than I look. Do you have an Aunt Sally? This is I important. Do. I do have an Aunt Sally. <laughs> wow. Didn't Your moisturizer <laughs> must be amazing. If I want to look ten years younger, I have to go into an auto body shop. It's okay though. I don't age. <laughs> or sleep. I just have to sit still for six hours, but my eyes never close. But you love grandma's cookies, as they shove one in her face. I sure do. <laughs> Inside Kitty's stomach is just a thermos that's now filled with crumbs. <laughs> Pemdash, dearie, what kind of bakery delight do you prefer? Banana nut muffins. Well, I don't have any of those made up, but I can give you one of these, and it's just a almond cookie. Oh, almond cookies, just like Grandma Calculus used to make. Oh, wonderful. Here's your doggy bag. Now, what do you like, tall, handsome man in the corner? Eh? Oh, you know me, Granny. I'll just, uh, <laughs> I'm not picky. Oh, you act so familiar. And you over there in the corner... The one with the Roman outfit. You're a blacksmith gladiator, right? Uh, yes. Where? I was. Where is, where, why are we here? Well, you're being summoned by the black staff. And also, Granny's making food. Eat. Got it. Rita's having the most uncanny valley <laughs> moment right now. Just... <laughs> <laughs> to get uh, slightly back on track for a moment, uh, I understand the Blackstaff is summoning us. Did they say for what purpose? Did they say for what purpose? Nope. <laughs> no! I got paid extra for that. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Don't you just love a little bit of mystery? Yes. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> I suppose... <laughs> We shouldn't keep somebody as important as the Black Staff waiting. Yeah, we only had them wait an hour while we eat our lunch, so... It's true. <laughs> well, we better get on to it, because my cookies are burning at my house, and I have no idea where my house is! Well, if you have the delivery address, oh. I can go and get, <laughs> no. take care of that right quick and be right back in a jiffy. Oh, that would be wonderful, dearie. If you could just turn the oven on and check on the cookies, that would be most pleasant. Okay, do you have the address? Uh, well, my tribe doesn't have addresses. We just have a bunch of huts. That's okay. With ovens. I deliver That's anywhere on the nine planes. Though it is extra for the hell plane. Wow. But that's okay. We don't get a lot of deliveries there. Well now. Ooh. Impressive. Thank you. I have five stars on Yelp. Yelp is actually the name of just a goblin. Yeah, he rates everything. <laughs> 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 yep. Just goes around screaming about things. That he yeah, just walks downtown. <laughs> <laughs> five stars. <laughs> <laughs> five stars. <laughs> Two stars. <laughs> I love I love this idea that he rates everything but doesn't say what he's rating. 
<laughs> it's just like his everyday life too, he's right? Like, so like he's he's opening a door and like the handles like not opening correctly. <laughs> One star. <laughs> <laughs> so are you all going to the Black Staff's Tower? Yes. 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 Uh, official summons from the Black Staff. Don't want to be late. Yes. I guess. Sure. Let's go to the Blackstaff's <laughs> Tower, and then I will complete my delivery with a certain help of a dimensional door spell from certain Blackstaff. Okay. So you all make your way through the streets of Waterdeep. And, uh, make your way to the Blackstaff's Tower, where you are expected. You are escorted directly up to the top floor to the Blackstaff's office. When you enter, uh, you open to a room with a very large desk and a young lady sitting behind it. And most of you would recognize this as the Black Staff. There is also an older, middle-aged man with a very fantastic mustache and long, flowing blue robes. And a very, very old-looking man with red robes, a red hat, and a long, flowing white beard. They all turn... Santa? Do what now? Santa? Nope. Oh. Oh, I missed the I missed not, the Christmas special. Not nearly as jolly. They all look very concerned. As you enter, they all turn. Hello, ma'am. Hello, ma'am. I would like to inform you your message has been delivered. Thank you, Kitty. You're welcome. You've earned your paycheck once again. Thank you. The Blackstaff stands and says, "I want to apologize to all of you, but." We need your help. There seems to be some kind of event in the skies, and for whatever reason, all of our divination magic just pointed to the four of you and Kitty. Uh, I would like to introduce you to a couple of my colleagues. On my left, we have Mordenkainen, uh, and he gives a little bow. And then to my right, we have Elminster, and he just kind of stands there. And goes, <laughs> Is that the red one? What was that, dearie? You probably should shave your beard. We can't understand a word you said. He snaps his fingers, and the beard's gone. It's just this... It's... Kind of Sir Patrick Stewarty, but like with a wizard hat. Like a really long, wide-brimmed hat that just kind of flops over to the side a little bit. Oh, what chiseled chin you have. I ship it. Why, thank you. We've called you all here, because we've noticed something unusual in the sky. And he kind of shuffles his way over to the window in the Blackstaff's office, and he points out. He says, if you take a look right now, you can kind of see it. Look outside, you notice, even though it is the middle of the day, you see a star in the sky. And not, like, just the sun. <laughs> yeah. No. Is it giant and the one that's always there? Don't look at it. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes! (laughs) Yeah, there's the sun, and then there's the other smaller sun. The last adventures we brought look directly at the sun. There's a smaller little dot. uh, Glowing like a a star in the night sky, but it's daytime, and the sun is still there. And the little dot is pink. I thought I was having some LCD screen issues. Do we have a new pink Uh, sun? when did that get there? I feel like no nobody I know has been talking about this. 
Well, and the man in blue begins to speak. It appeared only recently, as early as yesterday. We've been trying to figure anything out about it at all, but it defies any divination magic that we cast on it. Again, all of our divinations either fail or get redirected to the lot of you. So, if it's acceptable to all of you, I would like to take you back to my tower, and we can take a look through a telescope and see what it is now that it seems to be close enough to look at. Well, that sounds... seems pretty pressing. I mean, two suns is not a common occurrence. Indeed it's not. It's very strange. We're very powerful, and it's not unusual for us to not be able to look at stuff with divination magic. That's okay. We're here to help. Grandma Snickerdoodle is going to pinch the chin of the red one. Well, you're kind of cute. Oh, well, I, so I'm not as young as I used to be, but I'm still as good as I could have been once. You know. Get it, Grandma. Well, I think it's about time my cookies came out of the oven, so if you'll excuse me, I'll be on my way. Mordecai steps up and speaks and says, I think there are more pressing issues than cookies. What could be more pressing than my cookies? Do you not understand how much love and care goes into those cookies? The all of the children, they'll be so upset. I have no patience for love. Bah! What do you know? And you see Elminster kind of shuffle up. I think you're pretty alright, so I'll I'll take care of it. And you all watch him cast the wish spell, and all of your cookies are just in a nice stack on the desk. Oh, aren't you lovely? As I just stick my tongue out at the blue guy. See, someone's very helpful of an old lady like me. Get it, Grandma? Let's go, Granny. I'm gonna package them all up in doggy bags and give all of them out to everybody except the blue wizard. He seems entirely unperturbed. <laughs> well, that's too big of a word for Grandma, so she's gonna avoid that. <laughs> I would like to put the cookies into one of my multiple dimensional pockets. <laughs> just like a nutcracker. They're all just in your body at this point. <laughs> Exactly. It's not inaccurate. <laughs> Alright, so what's this now about a telescope? Yes, I have created a grand device of artifice known as a telescope that allows me to look into the heavens so that we can look at this purple pink star. Can you see God? Yesterday. Not yet. We're You're not it. looking hard enough. <laughs> We need to go check this telescope out. Yes, let's all go look at his enormous telescope. Yeah, yes. his tower. That is also enormous. He starts to cast a spell to open a gate to his tower. <laughs> I'm gonna walk through it. Well, I've been teleporting everywhere today. Might as well. Yeah. This is only the fourth time or so. Sure, why not? I like teleporting. It makes my brain all of a fuzzy. I'm gonna go through it. Fuzzy. Apparently. <laughs> you had a software malfunction there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did that with my voice. <laughs> Rita, how are you doing right now? I'm doing alright. He's just kind of along for the ride because this 
definitely sounds interesting. So you all step through the portal. Yeah. And you appear inside a very, very over-decorated mansion of a room. And right in the center with a domed ceiling. Well, Blue Robe, I wasn't expecting you to be so tacky in your decorations. Look at all this gaudy robes and curtains. Like a woman has never touched this room in her life. Roll an insight check. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of insight. <laughs> the 30. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So with a 30, the man is trying very hard to uh, not look like this is at all affecting him. But you're noticing, like, a twitch develop on his eye the longer you go on about this. Look at your play blocks are still out. You're supposed to pick those up. Well, uh, this is my telescope. <laughs> you see him over there, like, snapping his fingers. And, like, Moving on. <laughs> he's... You see a very large crank on the other side of the room start to, to turn on its own as the ceiling opens up. As the telescope starts to move, and he's like, I've brought you all here so we can look at the pink star. That's a big telescope. And I try not to have guests in here for very important research reasons. I'm going to start cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> he raises his hands to stop you and then just they fall kind of just dejectedly to the side it's like after getting roasted so hard he couldn't say anything to granny right and then she starts vacuuming like what are you gonna do you know? it's alright I was never lucky in the land of love either I don't know about these wild presumptions I very important magical business that I attend to regularly. Preempt me from stairs. Let's look in the telescope. <laughs> <laughs> can I do? Can I do an insight check on this guy? Yes, you can. <laughs> Please roll either really good or really bad. Natural twenty. This man. I get to do, get to do a wild magic. I'm excited. Yes, you do. Okay. So roll two d one hundreds. Two of them. Yep. Got 27 and 87. One of these is. Well, alright, just pick one. Which one do you want? They're both. Uh, we'll do 87. 87? What is one object you want more than anything in the world right now? That's uh, one object? Yes. The legendary Holy Avenger Greatsword. <laughs> you cast Locate Object and know the shortest route. To the nearest Holy Avenger. Is there one in this tower? There is not. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go steal from Mordenkainen real quick. Right. Entire campaign derailed by wild magic. Who could have seen that coming? Oh, no. <laughs> Mordenkainen is kind of like motioning impatiently like next to his telescope. Somebody take a look. Rita is already at it, like working the crank and adjusting it towards that star. So... As you look through the telescope, you see it's not a star. It looks like it is a burning pink comet. It is streaking at an angle through the sky. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Thirteen. That's all you see. 
Okay. Can I, like... Was that to try and trace its path? I will say with a 13, you definitely can tell that its path is not, like, leading towards the planet. Okay. It's just arcing through the sky. I would like to scoot up to Rita. Hi! I'm very short. Can you hold me up to the telescope? (laughs) Uh, sure. Thank you. I would like to look in the telescope. Rita, go ahead and roll an athletics check to lift the robot. Oh no, I did put heavy as hell as my weight. Oh no. That's that's fine, because I got a natural 20 for 31. Yes. <laughs> Let's go! You know the drill, right? 2 d 100 for Artificer. We also haven't seen, really. 84 and 92. For the next 10 minutes... All of your attacks and spells are preceded by a firearm cocking. <laughs> okay. I can, yeah, I can do that. Wait, every, every spell? Every spell and every attack. Like, if you cast a spell, it's, <laughs> I heal you. <laughs> I'm a healer, but. <laughs> Trust me, I'm going to heal you. <laughs> I could I could use it on haste and just. And then speed off. I appreciate that you're basically a human pump action shotgun now. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty. Yes. As you are being helped by Rita, roll a perception check at advantage. 31. I have so many bonuses. 31. So you also see the pink comet streaking through the sky. Because you're being held up, it's a little bit more awkward. You kind of glance to the side in front of the comet, seemingly like it's running away from it, or guiding the comet on on its path somehow, is a ship. Very tiny, almost unnoticeable, but there. (laughs) You all just see Kitty's eyes zoom out just a little bit as she's looking in the telescope. Wow, that comet is really going after that little tiny ship in front of it. Hey, Mordecai, have you seen this? I, of course, I was just waiting to see if you would. I would like to roll insight. Wait, what? <laughs> Go ahead. <Seven. laughs> Since we never resolved my last insight roll. I rolled a seven. Say what now? Since we oh, never sorry, resolved. you go ahead, you go ahead. Oh. I was going to say, since we never resolved my last insight roll, can it be just... Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So, first of all, yeah, you know this guy's just full of it, right? Just constantly just lying about stuff. Well, he is also... You know when you're driving, and it's fine, but then you're driving and your dad's in the passenger seat, and all of a sudden you keep fucking up? (laughs) And so you get more nervous about how you're driving? That's more than Kanan right now, because... Grandma Snickerdoodle just roasted the shit out of him. <laughs> at at the mention of a ship, uh, Rita puts puts the robot down and relooks for himself. Wham! All right, there's a, just uh, a giant crater in the floor. Yeah, there's now. there's two indentations on the floor where you put her down. My compact size makes up from is made up for with my weight. It keeps me from floating away. As you look, Rita, knowing that there is something in front of the Comet. You notice it is a spelljammer ship. Ooh. Again. Again? This suddenly became very important. Wow, Rita, is this the second time you've seen that? More than twice. Wow. Oh. 
Spelljammers are, as I understand them, a ship that travels through the sky and through the plains. I want one. And actually, you actually have experience with Spelljammers. Roll... Roll me a straight intelligence check. 23. This Spelljammer ship looks like it is... It takes a crew to operate a Spelljammer. Right. This looks like it is not fully crewed, and that something is wrong. Like, it's not flying correctly. It is, like, kind of stuck in forward motion. Like, there's... With a full crew, there's pieces on it that are moving that aren't moving. It would, like, alter its course for different reasons. That's not happening. You don't see the scanners doing anything. It's just going. And is is the comet always equidistant from it? Like, it's not gaining on the ship or it's not trailing behind, it's just it's always the same distance? It looks like the ship is kind of outrunning the comet a little bit. Not by a lot, but a little. Okay. And remember, the comet looks like it's still in the sky, so it's not moving quickly. Right, okay. It's just really far away, right? So it looks like it's standing still in the sky. You're looking through a very powerful telescope. Right, right, of course. We need to get on that ship. Yes, uh, more... I, I almost called him just Morty. <laughs> uh, Mordenkainen, uh, I don't suppose you have a way to teleport us and I point out towards the ship. <laughs> way out there. You want to teleport onto the ship? That seems like our most likely course of action, yes. Of course I can do this. I am powerful wizard. Around PEMDAS, you start seeing these ethereal equations appear yeah. as you start doing sure. math in his head. <laughs> okay, so you want, we want to teleport onto an object moving several thousand miles per hour in several thousand miles away and hopefully land inside the ship. And you yeah. watch like you watch like the hell divide slash zero <laughs> appear around all of them. It's like I don't like our chances. I'm sure it'll be fine. Come on, Morty. Never tell us the odds. <laughs> I, I, that's right. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. He begins to cast the teleport spell while he's doing that. Well, Grandma's done. What do you think? He turns around and looks. His eyes go wide, and a teleportation is happening. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Great enough. And we're all in space. Game over. <laughs> no. You all are on the helm of the ship as it Ducking is careening away. down towards the ground oh. just outside of Mordenkainen's Tower. As you were teleported to the ship, and the ship was teleported to you. Oh, no. <laughs> Mordekainen is nowhere in sight. Oh, of course not. How much what was... How much time? I would say you have about 12 seconds. Like, two full okay, rounds. Okay, so enough to, like, get to the, the, like, chair interface thing and attempt to move it? Yeah. So, you make your way to the chair? Yeah. There is a gif sitting in the chair. You're gonna hit the planet, please stop. He's like, he's just stunned, right? He's like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. He looks like he has not slept in days. Uh-oh. So here's a fun question. Oh, boy. Would I be able to just zip in there and just 
push him out of the chair? Yeah. Roll. <laughs> because it's you, roll acrobatics to just launch him out of the chair. Yep, you do it. It's He's just... He was in the chair, now he's against the wall. He's and my head's just kind of going to turn like an owl. Take the helm, Rita! <laughs> Too late, I'm going to cast Wall of Force in between the ship and the ground. Nice. 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 Is there anything anyone else would like to do? Are we about to, like, crash, crash? <laughs> it, yeah, like 12 seconds, you guys are high in the sky, but, like, imagine a fighter jet, but aimed down. I jump out of the ship and flap my wings. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can fly. <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't in danger. You can get the fuck out of here. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. All right, so there's a wall of force between the ship and the ground. Yeah, it's it's meant to be, like, angled, sort of. So, like, because if we just crash into a wall of force, it's, you know, just as awful as crashing into the ground. So it's 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 meant to, like, arc our descent so that we're at, like, a better angle, essentially. Well, okay, sure. So you're able, because it is a wall of force that you can shape to, a, to an extent... Is that going to work? <laughs> Does anybody else want to do anything different? I, the only option I have is I can call Divine Intervention. Yo. Would you like to? Do it, do it, Fine. do it. I call about the god Shantae. Who's Granny Snickerdoodle's god? Shantae. I think it's like the god of like... <laughs> Asmodeus. <laughs> the god Asmodeus. <laughs> <laughs> Please use your pincers of anger to help us. <laughs> I call upon you to help us and stop this moving ship from hitting the ground and killing us all. <laughs> so, because you are level 20, divine intervention works 100% of the time. Oh. However... Now that it has succeeded, you cannot use it for another seven days. We'll have to rest here for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fine. However, <laughs> you all get the sense of, like, you, none of you are strapped in, right? But, like, you get the sense of being slowed down very quickly, like the plane on the runway experience when it's landing. And, like, you're not thrown to the front of the plane or anything. You just, you stay where you are, like, magically held for a second as you just car careen down this wall of force runway to a comfortable stop on the ground in front of the tower. Well, that's enough for entertainment for Grandma for another lifetime. Grandma just gently flutters down beside the ship, like, I knew you guys would make it. Which, you are descending very slowly, so... Like, I would say you have, like, a minute and a half before you finish descending. <laughs> that darn Pemdas, he just flew away and left us. He's gonna get his cookies revoked. You all can look up, and it's just, he's the guy that pulled his chute too soon, and it's just, <laughs> alright, he'll get here eventually. I can, no, I unfurl my wings, drop for, like, 30 feet, pop them just back out. Like, looking at my... Oh, sure. You do the Iron Man drop exactly. where you just drop and then... First for a second, yeah. I would like to telepathy okay. to him while so you, he's you reach the there. grounds. We made it. Grandma's apparently got it in good with God. 
Okay, uh, so there's this gift guy, right? He is wide-eyed looking between everybody. What? Who? I don't even know where to begin with this. Who are you? What is this ship? What do you know about that comment? So much is going on. My name is Grikar. I don't know where I am. I don't know who you are. What happened? That's what we're trying to find out. Oh, man. Uh, well, hmm. we teleported onto your ship, or at least attempted to. One certain wizard messed up the spell, wherever Mordenkainen is. Uh, and, well, we just wanted to know more about that comet that's up there. What comet? The big pink one that was literally right behind you. Oh, that's not, that's not a comet. She's, she was chasing me. She? Yeah, she was chasing me. Okay, we're playing the pronoun game a little bit, I feel like, yeah. Uh, who yeah, is I'm sorry. She. Uh, her name's Ragnora, and she wants to love me. <laughs> and he just starts crying right there. <laughs> Does that name sound familiar to me at all? Roll a history chick. History. I will tell you before you roll, the DC is 30. I can't, I physically cannot unless I roll another nat 20. Any of you can make this roll. That's just a 22. History. History. Oh, wow. Who, buddy? Get ready for the biggest roll you've ever seen for a 10. Oh. Oh. Nine. I rolled five plus it doesn't matter. Seven. Yep. So, nobody has heard this name before. Wow, who's that? She's... She's the big pink thing. Yeah, we we got that, but... I don't know what you want from me. He's just sobbing into his hands. I would like to take Grandma Snickerdoodle's cookies out of one of my many multidimensional pockets and give him the cookies. Here, eat this. It makes the world feel bright and shiny again. He looks at you wide-eyed and goes, Oh god, she's reached you too. And he pulls out a sword and he's like leveling it at you. He's like, get away from me. Hey, whoa, whoa, wait. That won't hey. do anything to my titanium take finish. It easy. I'm here to help. Oh god. <laughs> he's just... I'm going to set him down on the ground because I've been holding him against the wall. I'm going to set the cookies in his lap. There, there. And I'm going to pat him on the head. It sounds like he, he just needs a hug. And I'm going to animate all of the cookies that are on his lap to hug him. <laughs> he is full sprinting out of the room. <laughs> and like, hysterical screaming too, like... <laughs> Wait. I would like to expend that oh boy. on this dude. I want to detect thoughts. I want to know what this dude is thinking. Oh man, he is thinking she's here. She's part of them. They're part of her. They're gonna love me just like she's trying to love me, and I gotta get away. Run! Do, do I get a mental image? Uh, just a lot of pink. Too much pink energy is dangerous. Like if his thoughts. <laughs> Wow, he really doesn't like that lady. So, so I'll just let him get the hell out of here. Well, Kitty, you should probably go bring him back. Aye, aye, ma'am. I am going to use uh, the dash action as well as a bonus action dash. I would like to tackle this man. Sure. <laughs> just teleports. I will allow you to roll athletics or acrobatics just because 28. it's... 28! Yep. 
He physically <laughs> cannot beat that roll. Don't worry. Everything's going to be a-okay. He takes a swing at you and it just clings off of your titanium finish. I told you. <laughs> Solid as a rock. Tunk, tunk. <laughs> there is no escape. Just more hysterical sob screams. <laughs> I'm going to put him under one arm and scoop my little butt back. <laughs> Special delivery. I brought him back for you, Grandma. <laughs> so, tell us about the lady who doesn't take no for an answer. He's coming. We're gonna need more descriptive information than that. He is hysterical. Uh, while everyone's trying to figure that out, Pemdas floats up to the top of the tower and looks at the telescope to see if the comet has changed trajectory. It has. It is now heading directly towards the planet. I'm going to stand in front of this gith, put my hands on his shoulders, and go, All right. I know there's a lot going on right now, but I need you to be a little more brave. And I'm going to cast Heroism on him. A willing creature, you touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier, so five, at the start of each turn. Okay. Okay. So you touch so I'm, him. I'm just doing that. Uh, make a spell to... attack roll, because he is not willing. Oh, okay. Um, like, I'll allow it, but, yeah. Plus 11. Oh, yeah, we're level 20. Uh, how about a 30? 30? Yeah. He's already being, like, grappled, and you just... I'm just, I'm just in an effort to, like, just calm him down. Just, like, all right. <laughs> we need information. You need, you have, I assume, something. Please just help us out. Okay, he looks at you. What did you do to me? Uh, you notice he gains four hit points. Four? There's now a pink tint in his eyes. Oh, weird. I uh, was just trying to help calm you down. Is everything alright now? I, yes. What else did you do? Watch uh, him gain four more hit points for a total of eight temporary whoa, hit points. Whoa, 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 what? Uh... That should have been it. Can I do like an arcana or something? Well, so he gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each of its turns. So that should be five. Okay, so five. So now he's up to ten temporary hit points. Uh, And you notice the pink tint in his eyes gets a little bit stronger. So my spell just keeps firing off on him? Well, are you concentrating on it? It, is it concentration? It is. Up to one minute. Okay. Yeah, so every six seconds, a new turn starts. Oh, but temp HP doesn't stack, right? Each turn you watch him gain five more hit points. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to drop the spell, I guess? Okay. Uh, it's like, oh, like he's calm now. Uh-huh. But you see him start to freak out a little bit more. I'm going to have him roll a wisdom. Now he rolled a two. He's starting to uh, freak out again. Okay. I was going to say he has a plus five for being within 50 oh, feet of me. Oh, so he does. Uh, I mean, it's still a two. It's like a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. And you see, one thing you do see, he takes his sword and, like, cuts himself with it. Whoa, whoa, hey. And when he does that, you watch the pink tint start to go away. Huh. And he does this again and again until all his temp HP is gone. 
Oh, is this guy allergic to, like, people being nice to him? What is happening? Oh, no. I am not programmed to be mean to people. I just kind of look between everyone. Okay, who here is capable of being mean? I would say Pimdos, you're back yeah, by now. At this point, Pimdos pops in and everyone's like, and he's just like, everybody, the comet is now heading right here. I just looked in the telescope. Also, Morgan Caden looked very unhappy. Oh, isn't that nice? So it's heading. It's heading for him. So you say that his eyes lock on you and they go wide and he is now hysterical again. I just spent a whole spell slot trying to calm him down. I slap him right across the face. Okay, slap him real good. Wapow! Roll, roll an attack. Okay. Oh god, I didn't write an unarmed attack. Just plus your strength modifier. 22. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so you do one plus your strength modifier damage to him. Slap him across the face. He locks eyes with you. He says, do it again. Good job, Rita. You did something mean to him. And I hold him out by the arms. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Roll an advantage because he is grappled right now by this massive... Yeah, that's enough. Like, you slap him again. Do another bit of damage. He's like, yes, that's working. She's coming here. Please. Just let me go. I need to run. I need to get away. Please let me out of here. Where can we take you? Just anywhere that's not here, I, I, I guess. A spell jammer. He can go anywhere that's not this planet. Yeah, I can. But, like, I don't have a crew, and she will follow me, and I just need to run. Okay? Need. Or, 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 you could kill me. I don't know about that. I feel like that's just the only way out at this point. You just you could kill me. We could kill that, and I point at the comet. I just don't think that's going to work. I think I just... Can she follow you to different planes of existence? Yes! Yes! She followed me and the whole crew. And, like, we were stupid, alright? We we found a portal. We didn't know where it led to. So, you know, we, we messed with it, and then it opened, and it went to the far realms. And... Oh. And she came through! And the rest of the crew, they're, they're with her now. And I got away... But she's been chasing me across all the planes, and I can't get away. Okay. Well, I would prefer to take on the active threat rather than kill an innocent person. I know that probably is more difficult. Uh, what say the rest of you? I'm physically incapable of murder. Of an innocent. Oh no, I'm not innocent. I'm terrible. I, 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 I hate children. I, I, I steal from houses and, and and I stabbed a person once and they were. Is this uh, is this guy telling the truth or is he just trying? With to... your passive insight, you know he is just trying to convince you. I have a passive wisdom of twenty-two. Even with a sixteen, just yeah, okay, okay, guy. Uh, listen, okay, listen. We are going to take care of this for you. There is no need to get up in arms anymore. We've got this. I turn to everybody else and I go, Well, this isn't how I saw my day going, but do you want to take on a abomination from the Far Realms with me? Yeah, let's go blow up a comet. I have a gun! With a gun. Yeah, sure, let's go fight the pink comet monster. Well, how do we, f how do we fight the comet, yeah? I draw my sword. 
with the power of love, <laughs> friendship, and these guns I found. You say all of that, and he just looks horrified. Well, I'm not sure how to fight a comet, but we could probably handle something a little meatier. <laughs> you should have told me you were capable of being mean. We would have let you hit him. That might have done psychic damage. I look into his eyes to do psychic damage. He is too terrified. I think you cast fear on him. Are you afraid? Uh-huh. It worked! So, are we going to wait for her to get here, or are we going to take the ship and fly and meet her in up there? Yeah, let's just uh, fly a spaceship into a I have an meteor. idea. I have an idea. How about we fly this ship somewhere where we won't have a lot of random pedestrians we can run over? Not from experience or anything, but it's good not to be around a whole lot of people that you can run over if you're going too fast. She can follow us to any plane we want, right? Why don't we take her to Mechanus? Nothing there is capable of love. I'm capable of love. Mechanus, huh? That sounds reasonable. Okay. Rita, you know how to fly this ship, right? Yeah. I have a plan that can either be very good or very bad. Let's hear it. PEMDAS can tell you the odds. Okay. PEMDAS. If we put the sun in between this ship and her, and she flies through the sun, will she die or will she blow up the sun? PEMDAS starts doing calculation and goes, I don't know enough about this Ragnar lady to be able to make those calculations. Oh, Morgan King. So when you found yourself up in his office... You noticed that he was um, embedded halfway into the wall. Like in a I'm dead way, an unconscious way? Like like in a I teleported and it went wrong and now I'm physically like merged with the wall. Well. We can ask Morden Caden, but he's currently stuck in a wall. He was a kaji old <laughs> coot. Well, we could just try and pull him out. What if you just break the wall? That worked so well the last time the podcast tried that. Oh, yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> you weren't level 20 at the time. You weren't level 20 and you didn't have somebody with 25 strength on your team. Here I go. I'm going to go up to wherever Morton Kanan is, whatever wall he's in, and I'm going to try to bust through the wall with my greatsword, I guess. So, through various means, you make your way up to the top of the tower... You find Morden Kanan. He cannot talk. Oh, his mouth is just covered by the wall. Yep. Just like his... Yeah, pretty much. And like, his nose and his eyes and forehead are out of the wall, so he's able to oh, breathe. Oh, no. Okay. Like, he's looking at you with like the... And his eyes kind of bulge a little when he says that, because like, he doesn't, the air doesn't have anywhere to go. I would like to roll an arcana check to see if something that I want to try would work. Sure. What are you trying? I, I know the spell Freedom of Movement. But I rolled... Let's see what I roll. Gotcha. A natural one. Roll 2d100, oh, no. and you have no clue. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 36. And 65. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he never laughs at these. Oh, that's, that's a bad. great sign. That is a fantastic sign. I just want, I want to read this to you. A ten-foot cube of nearby terrain, for the next minute, levitates upwards at a speed of 30 feet per round. Oh, no! <laughs> so you watch. And you're like, will this work? And you point at the wall, and it begins to just... 
and it's just like separated from the tower and floating upwards. And you hear Mordekainen, I very well hope I cast freedom of movement on him to see if he can slide out of the wall when I do that. Sure. It is a non-magical restraint. Boy, howdy, that sure did something. Right, I know, you're absolutely right. So yes, it does work. I'm trying to think of a good flavor way of saying it. The wall just sort of, like, it turns to rubble as he, like, just wiggles his way out and begins to fall. He casts fly on himself, and now he's like, Thank you. That was... That's never happened before. Very odd. Never happened to you before, huh? It's okay. Lots of men experience like weird... totally and, happened before. Uh, <laughs> happening sometimes. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, we call that expel tile dysfunction. It's when you have trouble getting your spells to fire <laughs> correctly. You make a pill for it. That has never happened to me, for I am a powerful wizard. Pretty much verbatim what was about to come out of my mouth, so... Anyway, Mr. Mordenkane, do does the name Ragnar mean anything to you? No! Why? <laughs> this, the pink thing is a creature called Ragnar from the Far Realm that was chasing that ship because it wants to infect him with love. And now it's headed here, and it wants to infect everything with love. Let's let's make this quicker. Mordenkainen, do you know of anything that can survive moving through the sun? Yes. What's the chance that can do it? I Statistically, not that likely, but there are some things. Such as? A Tarrasque. Probably a fire elemental. Uh, yes, elemental fire creatures. Yes, totally immune to fire damage. Very intelligent. You're smart. You should be one of my students. I could teach you so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm in this moment just envisioning that... Uh clip of Ron Swanson at the Home Depot going, I know more than you. <laughs> yes. I have a base model intelligence chip. I can read and write. Yes, you can. I can also count money. Alright, so I look at the telescope again, and I eye this thing's trajectory, and you see a bunch of ethereal equations go as I try and calculate how long we have till it gets to the Earth. Can I roll for math? Math time. Uh, yeah, roll just a straight intelligence chip. That is a 15 on the die, plus... Intelligence, I have plus three is 18. Okay. It seems like it's speeding up, but it's also very far away. Watch a graph, like, just appear and, like, draw an exponent line. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you get the sense you probably have, like, maybe around a day. Alright, by my calculations, this thing is arriving in about a day if we don't do anything or go toward it. If we. I suppose we should, you know, head it off at the pass. Bringing it closer here would be. Uh, not great. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, can we, f uh, Rita, you know how to fly these spell jammers, right? Yes, sort mostly. Ah, oh, don't worry. I'm an expert at flying spell jammers. I would be happy to pilot the ship for you. Oh, you're an expert in spell jammers as much as you're an expert in teleportation magic? I... I don't appreciate the condescending presumption of that statement. I am well-studied and much smarter than you. At what? How dare you! (laughs) (laughs) 
All right then, smart guy, come on. I pick him up with one hand and bring him over to the spell chamber. <laughs> he is flying, so he just floats up and goes on his own. Bo. You attempt to pick him up, and he just hovers an inch above your hands the whole way. He's just, yeah, he just keeps going. Like you, you never physically make contact. He just is like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> just playing keep away with the wizard. <laughs> right. Yeah. No wonder you never got a woman. You're always running away from a fight. You see him float just a little faster. Down to the <laughs> <laughs> I give Granny a fist bump. <laughs> Granny never burns cookies. Valentine's Day special or the roast of Granny morning? never burns cookies, but she sure does roast things. Finger guns. <laughs> well, shall we go see about this ship? I will need help getting back on it. So, because you very skillfully got the ship to land, you know, by invoking the power of a god, the ship is in full working order. Nice. I mean, there are no repairs or anything that need to be done. It is ready to go. Uh, Mordenkainen actually has a decent amount of skill and seems to know his way around. Nice. Alright. Just kind of look on and go, hmm. Alright. He's a, like, as a sailor or around the ship or, like, as in the tower? (laughs) Like, it's a spaceship, right? It's a spelljammer ship. He seems to know his way around the spelljammer. Like, he knows how to operate it and fly it. Why was I thinking of, like, a, like a pirate ship? Well, <clears throat> spelljammer is kind of a, a niche thing in D&D. Like, if you want to go on space adventures, it's a spelljammer. Going, like, very technically, they don't exist in the setting that Bardrock takes place in. They do now. But they can travel they, there. Oh, so like, it, it is similar to, like, a, a pirate ship of some sort looking. Kinda, yeah. Like a, like a galleon, almost. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Alright, so, just so I'm clear, the plan is to take the ship up and meet Ragnora in space. Yeah, unless we want to take my plan and take her to Mechanus. Yeah, or, or mine we and could, run her through the uh, sun. Yeah, bring the sun to Mechanus. I'm kind of afraid if we try teleporting to avoid the sun that Mordenkainen will accidentally teleport us into the sun. What are the chances that it happens twice? Well, we don't need to use the teleport spell. We can use the spell jammer. I'm going to turn to the gith. Yeah, I'm going to look at him. So, if we went to the sun and then teleported right before we went through it, would she follow us through that teleportation hole? Or would she, like, go to the sun first and then teleport? Maybe we should fly to the sun, and she'll follow us into the sun, and she'll die. No, I just no, I just meant like we put ourselves on the other side of it, just like she's not stupid. She'll go around. I thought this was like a straight line sort of thing. We were, we were assuming that she's not capable of changing her trajectory, even though she changed her trajectory to match the chef move for move. <laughs> I guess we are assuming a lot. <laughs> okay, new plan. We toss him into the sun. Whoa. Then she'll follow. <laughs> I'm all for it. Let's go. <laughs> no, 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 no. If I have to go out, this is definitely the way to go. Launched into the sun. Actually, that would be... It, that it would, would be, be a very cool. Pretty way. cool. Tell my story. This would make a good story. Oh, I love a good story. But it can't just doom you to death. <laughs> Ugh. Pemdas, can you maybe... <laughs> can you maybe tell me a little more about 
Mechanus is the elemental plane of order, the exact opposite of the realm of chaos. Uh, it's full of mechanized, cold, soulless creatures, uh, like uh, Modrons. Modrons, yes, they're basically little robots. Like. I'm a little robot! Exactly. Hmm. <clears throat> well, that might be a good place to bring a being of pure emotion. That is worth a try. Can you get us all there with this uh, I have not been there in uh, some years. The last time I went there, I went there with the help of a god. But if we had, if we were asking whether or not interdimensional travel was available, so I assume Kitty knew away because Kitty's the one who asked. Without interdimensional travel. Well, that's how we got here on this ship. Ah. Also, I can go through dimensions, but usually I require a door, which required somebody else to do it. Yeah, the spell jammers can move between between planes and dimensions. Perfect. Oh, so we can just, just use, use that. the ship. Will it? Well, I suppose Ragnora would, I assume, be capable. Yeah, get, the Geth guy already said travel. that she followed her across planes, so I think that part we're good on. So we go to Mechanus, she follows right. us to Mechanus. We have her off with as few civilians that she can infect whatever he was implying as possible. Mm -hmm. Yes. Brilliant! This plan sounds good to me. Well, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> me either! <laughs> is, there, is there a kitchen on the spell jammer? Oh, yes. Make us some more cookies? It is on the mess deck. It's just... Yes. <laughs> She is the chef. Well, I do. I guess somebody. we're gonna have to cook up some vittles. Kemdas sits down at like the uh, not the pilot seat, but like the point where you calculate all the trajectories or everything to actually figure out the flight path. That's the console I sit at. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'll make Aww. you a pie. <laughs> ah, pie. Yeah. So, <laughs> is is our uh, gift friend in any condition to actually fly this? Would you like to trust him with it? That was part two of the question. Tiber says, no, I'll do my best to He's help. like, listen, if we're running away, I'm all for it. I know what I'm doing. Just put me behind a station and I'll ban it. Just keep running. Okay, Rita takes that as his cue to put him at a station that's not the helm. <laughs> yep, he's in charge of, like, the environmental controls. And he's gonna <laughs> okay. <laughs> Immediately vents the ship. <laughs> he's just, he's, we just put him next to the thermostat. <laughs> the thermostat is... You know what? I'm going to put him on weapons. If you see her, uh, shoot her. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's a good idea. I'll do that. Assuming the spelljammer does not have weapons that can target itself, because that would be stupid. It does not. <laughs> that is just not a thing. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> and yeah, so Rita's gonna take his position at the actual helm. Okay. I don't know how the actual interface works, but he's gonna hook himself up to it. I, you are, you are proficient enough to be able to fly this thing. Yeah. So you guys take off and are launching Ooh. through space. Mordenkainen is managing the scanners. The Gith is manning the the weapons. The thermostat. There was that true. <laughs> the, the heat, the heat cannon is is complicated. There's an yeah. interplay. Hey, hey, hey. Pimdas, you are navigation. Okay, sure. Granny Sticker Doodle is the chef and is just cooking up a storm. 
I would like Pimdas with assistance from Mordenkainen to roll survival. Would I be able to watch the little pink dot darting across the sky? Sure, you can roll perception. But first, Pimdas. Survival at advantage. Okay, so I got a natural... Oh, that's a natural one. It's a seven. I have bad eyesight today, apparently. But 18 on the second roll, plus my survival of, I think, three. Three, so 21. Okay, so... 21 survival, 22 perception. This is over a little while of flying. You guys are trying to lure Ragnora away, but it seems like her interest is now fixated on Feyru. Oh. Uh oh. Her course is not altering again. I would like to go over to the gift. Good news! I think she dumped you! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know! It's working! Let's go! Go, go, go! Alright, let's go directly into it. Ramming speed! What? Oh, y'all are just going straight to her? <laughs> Ramming speed. Well, if she's not changing course, then we gotta go to her, right? I guess. Yeah. Okay. We gotta go plant a bomb in the core. I'm fairly certain I've seen a movie like this. <laughs> do we need Matthew McConaughey for this? We probably do. Mark Wahlberg at the least. <laughs> oh, yeah. Science the shit out of this. We can accomplish anything with the oh, power man. of math. I am willfully inadequate for this position. Alright, so as you adjust course, heading towards this pink comet, you notice that, like, behind the comet is this massive pink energy storm that's just following it in its wake, right? As you approach, what do you all do? Keep cooking cookies! (laughs) How much time do we have to prepare? So, again, you have, like, a day before... Ragnora reaches Faerun. Okay. So, so it's not like you just have to go straight there. If you want to do some stuff, tell me what you want to do. You're telling us we have a chance to go shopping. If you would like to. Doesn't Waterdeep have, like, anti-aircraft I mean, I... thingies on it? <laughs> they have Griffin Riders to deal with airborne threats from the sky. This is an airborne threat from the sky? Question mark? Yep. Yeah, I suppose we could let the Griffin Riders deal with this. <laughs> if nothing else, maybe they could distract <laughs> her. Although, I do vote for leaving our little gift friend somewhere else. Maybe someplace like a spa, where he can hyperventilate in peace. Maybe we should go and find somebody who knows more about this Ragnar person. I think we should go to McConus. That sounded like a really bang-up idea. Well, it was earlier. It still is. Let's go. It's okay. Not everyone takes breakups too easily. There, there. Mm-hmm. And I pat him on the on the shoulder. He seems less afraid of you than he was before. Don't worry. Well, I suppose my preparation is all mental and sort of in the moments before battle. Uh, I'm not sure if, if I anybody else needs anything. If I stay perfectly still for six hours, that counts as a full rest. But don't worry, my eyes still function perfectly. The whole six hours. Fantastic. Your webcam is always watching. Exactly! (laughs) 1080p resolution. Let's flip on the radio and see what's on. Maybe the game is playing. What's a radio? I would like to switch my radio speaker to see if the game is playing. Blitzball! (laughs) Yes. 
I am going to sit still for six hours playing Blitzfall over my radio speaker and watching Granny cook. They're talking about some dude named Titus. <laughs> anyway, it's complicated. They're just, yeah. And they keep switching the pronunciation of his name depending on who's talking about him. It's, it's a lot. He's a lot. You know. Yeah. Ha 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 ha! is looking to see if the ship has any sort of, like, logs or anything to show what happened when the last encounters with Ragnar. Okay. I'm going to call it a history check. A right, history, I have a whole whopping one on this, so let's see what I roll. That is eight plus one. It is difficult to discern. Everything is very ordered right up until they open the portal and it reaches the far realms. At which point, things get chaotic, right? It actually starts to look like there's infighting among the crew. And half are trying to leave and half are trying to stay. Until eventually... The half that are trying to stay are, like, removed from the ship. And those that remain try to flee. And as they're fleeing, one by one, like, they start to change their minds, even those that stayed, saying, Alright, no, we should go back. We should be around her. She loves us. Uh, and then they are removed until only the gift that you guys know is there. He has been flying for two and a half days without a break. You guys look over at him. He's twitchy. Right, like... He looks rough. He's twitchy. The guy's only subsisted on space coffee. Basically. You notice a patch on his left arm. And like three patches on his right arm. And it's just the, this coffee patch that just... Alright, so <laughs> once I find this information, I share it with the group. Uh, so it looks like she has some sort of influence that she puts on everybody else when she's trying to get close to them. So we probably don't want her getting too close to Faerun because we don't know how quickly she'll infect everybody. Fair, yeah. Can you do another one of those force blasty shields in front of her? Yes. That's one way. Probably not big enough. Hmm. With that, I think we need a bigger wall of force. So she follows people that she's in love with, right? You're asking the gift. Yeah. It would appear so. No, it's listen. That's just way more nuanced than she just loves everybody, and she wants everybody to love her. It's just really complicated and really terrifying, and like you definitely shouldn't get that close to her, right? Like, Faerun's just a total loss. We should go to Makanas, and then just hide there forever. Well, I'm very lovable. I am designed to be that way. Maybe if we put me on a ship and send me out there, she'll follow me. No, 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 Hey, everybody, I just got done making my snickerdoodle famous cookies. They're filled with love, and they make you love even more than ever. He is horrified. (laughs) (laughs) You try to hand him one, and he literally slaps it to the ground. Oh, stop. He starts to stomp on it. Oh, you brute. And I start beating him up. We don't really like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's literally like, oh, he starts stomping on it more the more you hit him, so you keep hitting him. Last time I met someone like that, it was at a brothel. <laughs> He'll die eventually. <laughs> that is concerning. Kenny, what sort of BDSM? <laughs> Jeez. What is going on in here? We're earning the explicit tag. That's what's happening. Yes, we are. 
Hit me again, Granny. <laughs> Oh no no no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I hate myself for having said that line. <laughs> oh. oh, no. I'm waiting for the message on Facebook from my wife. What the fuck are you doing on that show? I was about to say I have a rope, but we're not going there. No, we are not. We're gonna we go going to talk to the, the comments. Wait, we're all adventurers. We're born with rope. What if we just tie it all together? We hogtie her and drag her away from favor of the ship. Whoa. You have to ask permission that. for that. You can certainly try. Consent is important. You're <laughs> right. It is. We care about the monster's consent. Because I'm talking about the monster, ass. not Kitty. Consent, consent is, is bad. Let's go ask the monster nicely not to come to favor of them. Worth a shot. We'll <laughs> okay. the monster we don't consent, and they will just turn around and leave. Yeah, exactly. And if not, then they qualify for my murder protocol. Ooh. Kitty, engage the instant kill protocol. Consent or die. For, right. <laughs> Alright, for me, the DM, what are you guys doing? What is the plan? Ramming speed, question mark? Uh, yeah, ramming speed. Don't think we have much other choice. We're not going to be able to drag it, it into mechanism. I'm just saying, I am very lovable. And we have love cookies. I thought the love cookies would help. Granny's cookies. Yeah. I didn't even think about Granny, them. Granny, I need. I have a plan. You did cooking, and I have an idea. You can kind of just, like, if you held your hand up behind the head, you could hear kind of the heat and the fan turned on, like clearly Kitty's been thinking for a bit. So, <laughs> Granny's cookies. Don't overheat now. I'll try. I once heard, had thought so hard one time that they cooked an egg on my head. Ooh, that would go good in the next pack of bakery delights. I'll try and mine some Bitcoin next, then. All right. Don't worry, I've never successfully found one. I don't think they're real. Anyway, so your cookies are full of love, correct? Oh, yes. Ragnar loves love. Or something like that. So if we take cookies and ship, and you can just hear the fan going a little bit faster, and fly to Mechanus and tell Ragnar we have all the love in the world in a cookie. Do you think she'll follow us? We can try, and once we get closer to her, change course and then try and lead her away from Faerun. Maybe once we get close enough, she'll focus on us again. Yeah. I am all for this plan. Let's get it done, shall we? And yes, we can wave delicious cookies at her. Yes. Delicious. So... You guys fly full speed towards Ragnora as she is skyrocketing towards the planet. You guys drive the Spelljammer ship closer and closer to Ragnora, the pink comet. And as you start getting closer, you start to run into, like, turbulence from the pink storm that is surrounding her. However, you are able to approach. What would you guys like to do now that you're getting closer? Open hailing frequencies. We're playing Star Trek now. <laughs> yes, we hail the comet. Uh, if you are using the Spelljammer ship, uh, there is no response. Like, are we close? How close are we, like, to this? I mean, you guys have pulled up alongside Ragnar. You, I would say you're about, like, we're talking about ships, right? So I would say you're like anywhere from a half mile to a mile to the side. Just matching pace. Well, I'm going to prepare to fuck up a comet with Holy Weapon on my greatsword. 
Okay. Uh, since we're not on Faerun anymore, is there still wild magic potential? Yep. Actually, now that you mention that, okay. it does not proc, actually, so you're fine. So you have Holy Weapon. How long does that last? Uh, an hour. Okay. And it's concentration. Cool. Yep. Sweet. That's pretty much what I need to do. I think I'm going to keep watch outside and maybe have just some cookies with me, but also I have, like, all of my pockets full of bullets. Guns loaded. Everybody's lined up, and Grandma's just passing around gingerbread men. Here's your weapons of mass destruction, kitties. Hunger destruction. As you start to get closer and closer, part of the comet seems to separate from the rest of the mass, and a gigantic pink tentacle flings out and tries to grab onto the, the hull of the ship. Uh-oh. Who's manning the... Who, who's driving right now? I thought it was Morgan Canyon. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Shit. He added, okay. Even at disadvantage, he rolls over 20. Let's go. You all feel the ship lurch as it dodges out of the way of the tentacle, trying to grapple it. Can you do me a favor and just, if you have one, can you do any more rolls with advantage? You have to let me know because I can gain it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I have blind sense. To what, to what range? 10 feet. Okay. You have blind sense to PIMDOS. I can just hear the calculations going. Yeah, you can actually. You hear uh, calculator noises. Anyway, what do you do? Uh, I suppose I'm going to go out to the like, upper deck and try and get this. It, so this tentacle is not grappling us, but it's like trying to lash out. It is winding back for another go. I want to try to cut it off at the pass. Figuratively and literally. Okay. Upon reaching the surface, what looks like little growths appear on the side of the comet facing you. Gross. And they just sort of burst off of the comet like a shotgun blast. Several of them land on the deck in front of you. Okay. And they unfurl into humanoid creatures. So you are now face to face with what looks to be Several Githyanki, their eyes are completely pink, and their skin, like where their veins are, is also like pulsating pink with their heartbeat. Weird. Okay. Uh, I... <laughs> I just yell out to everybody, Um, it's kicking off over here! <laughs> and I ready for combat. Yeah, what's that? Actually, Granny, uh, maybe you can stay back a little bit. I'm worried about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I look at Morden Kane, and I look at the gift whose name we either didn't get or keep forgetting. I say, you two, keep the ship flying. We will deal with the monsters attacking the ship. And Pemdas runs up to protect the top deck. Okay. We all go to. So you all... Some of you go to the top of the deck. Morden Kane stays... <laughs> The gith stays. These infected gith don't seem to be attacking. Oh. And I, I have telepathy. You do. From a hidden position where I can see them, but they can't see me. Can I uh, free action telepathically talk to one of them via telepathy? 
again. I would like to say, Hello! We have a package delivery for you. We have cookies filled with love for Ragnara. So, there's about seven of these guys. In unison, all of their... They are all facing different directions. You hear a snap as one of them does like a full owl turn of its head as all of them turn to look directly at you. And you hear in your head, A gift! Thank you! And you watch as the comet starts to drift closer. And I would like to boss a free action. Telepathically tell all the people on my side, We got her! She's following us now! And I'm going to turn back to the other guys and be like, Follow us! We're going to someplace extra special to deliver your gift! I can't. There's so many people down there that need love. But we have love for you, here! Come with me, and you see the, the tentacle reach out and try to hit the, the ship again. Can I toss a cookie to the tentacle? The tentacle's going for the ship. I'm gonna hold the cookie up and say, But if you hit the ship, all the cookies will break! Think of the cookies! Okay. Mordenkainen is rolling at disadvantage. I'm going to go ahead and use one of my things to negate this damage. He dodges out of the way, causing the entire ship to lurch again. The tentacle misses you. She goes, Please come with me. I love you all. Please come with us so we can give you your gift. Because we love you. The ship has started to pull away from her. She is not chasing you. She is still focused on Faerun. Mechanist plan, I assume, is out the window. Tell you what, if she maybe she wants to respond to love, maybe she'll respond to some incredible violence. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> We're not arranging to be violent to her just for the units. I was gonna cast firestorm directly in the path. Okay. Ten ten foot cubes just form a wall in front of her as she's passing through it, and she has to make a dexterity saving throw and seventy ten firestorm. My spell safety is 20. She fails. Alright, let's see if I can get that damage roll. Damn. That's 7 to 10. 37 fire damage. Okay. So she takes 37 fire damage. Nice. She's still barreling forward. Any of those ones? Let me double check here. I have a one in there, I get to reroll it. Okay. So she takes five more damage. So 42 total. Oh, she's dead now. So you see some burns across the surface of the comet as she just plows through this wall of fire. Well, there's got to be some way we can stop her. The seven or so Githyanki that are on the deck of the ship are now moving towards Pimdas. They don't seem to be moving aggressively. They are just closing the distance. I would like to yell out, Ragnar, don't buy it. It's a trap. Follow us to safety. No response. You guys have the same pink eye thing, right? Yeah, but the eyes are all the way pink instead of, like, having tints in their eyes. Okay. You know, slapping this guy works. We could just do it to all of them. That is true. Can I roll an arcana check on pink eye? Uh, sure. That is 19 plus 7, so 26. Nice. You haven't seen this before. Like, you... 
in any of your research or anything like that, you haven't seen something like this, so you don't really have any frame of reference. But you rolled high enough, and you've seen like what happened with the other guy. You get the sense that, for whatever reason, this seems to be her method of control. You're not sure how it functions, but the guy did harm himself, and the pink guy went away. I want to go to whichever one's closest to me, I suppose, and just unarmed strike it, them, they. Okay. Him. Roll an attack. That is plus... Wow, my unarmed strike is plus 13. That's crazy. Uh, that's a 26. Uh, yeah, that hits. Eight damage. Just okay. Flat. So you clock this guy across the face. Snap out of it, come on. He looks back at you, and for a moment there's like this hazy recognition that something's off. But then he reaches out his hand. Uh-oh. He is making a spell. Are you are you a willing recipient? Um No. You see him casting a spell. Again, the pose does not seem aggressive. I, w- I would still say I'm not willing. This okay. Is to, this is a lot. <laughs> what is your armor class? 22. He just misses you. Okay. As he tries to touch you with a spell. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta ask first. <laughs> Granny Snickerdoodle, you would recognize that spell. It is Cure Wounds. No, he was just trying to help you. I'm not injured, though. Well, that was a waste of a spell slot, then, wasn't it? I suppose it was, yes. The others are moving towards Pimdas, and they all seem to be trying the same maneuver. Do you think... Do you think that's how it spreads? Yeah, because I casted heroism on... earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Pimdas, what is your armor class? 18. And are you just standing there as these guys try to touch you? I back away as they raise their hands, and I would do something offensive if they got close enough. Uh, yeah, they're going to get close enough. They're coming towards you. Everybody needs to back away. And I'm going to cast my own wall of force in between me and them. Alright. They are stuck at the wall of force, and then they shift and start to move towards... Granny Snickerdoodle. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm gonna just fully draw my greatsword and I'm gonna just start chopping dudes. Okay. So as you get into melee, go ahead and make your attack, and they're going to make their attacks at the same time. Okay. My attacks, they are trying to cure wounds. Natural 20. Alright. I don't know. I'm not gonna burn any smites yet. How do you guys do crits? Because we do uh, max damage plus roll, but I don't... Uh, just double whatever the damage roll is. Okay. Or, well, if you're actually using the dice, just roll the damage and double it. Okay. What is your armor class, also? Uh, 22. 15 damage on my first attack. Okay. That's a 30 to hit. For the second attack? Yeah, yeah, that hits. 
21 damage. Okay. Are these all oh, on actually, one guy, or are you, like, divvying it up? Uh, I guess I'm trying to... Because some of them are going towards Granny, right? Well, the minute you get into melee, you're the target. Okay. Yeah, I I guess I'm not really being... I'm not really discriminating with who I'm hitting. Okay. Um, I also forgot to do... I have uh, extra D8 with improved device. So that's another 12 total. I, I'll just do one at a time, just down the line. Okay. You also rolled a natural 20. Yeah, yeah. So, 2d100, please, oh. and then we'll resolve oh, the yeah. rest of it. Oh, this is fun. It's my favorite part of the show. Okay. Uh, we use these. 67. And 96. What is your intimidation skill bonus? Uh, it is plus five. Your stealth bonus is now also plus five. Sweet. Listen. Okay. <laughs> Tiber. Yes. You heal five hit points. As one of them, only one, manages to, to actually grip you and not like your armor or your cloak or something. Grab like my face. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Everyone can see, like, there's just the barest pink tint that appears in your eye. You feel kind of like you just took a five-hour energy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have been... You now have five temporary hit points. Oh, okay. You feel it all right. Okay. Yeah. The two that you chopped, the pink recedes from their eyes a lot because you did a chunk of damage. Like, you cleaved right down one of these guys' like chest and carved through some bone. You watch as the pink disappears, and the wound stitches up. But he snaps up and looks at you and goes, Oh no, get me out of here. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're working on that. As the ship flies directly at it. Right. Ragnora is not diverting at all. Well, that's pretty much what I can do. I guess we never did really roll initiative. Well, we did before we started everything. Oh, that's right. We can be in initiative order now. So, first up is Kitty. What would you like to do at this point in time? Hey, did it say you could heal them? Murder protocol activated! And I just pull out both pistols. And since I can do bonus action and shoot again, I would like to shoot one of them that's still got pink. Yep. I'm assuming one of the ones that's not injured, because, yeah. Yeah. That one's medium rare. Get him. Yeah, would that be sneak attack or just regular? They're all within melee at this point. They have surrounded Tiber. Okay, so sneak attack? Yes! Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played a rogue before. <laughs> okay, so... Let's see. Get him. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot one of them. 25 uh, Yeah, that is. Okay, that's 35 damage plus 7. 42 sneak attack, or 42 total damage. How pink is that guy? You blast him right between the eyes. And the pink goes entirely out of his eyes and stitches up the wound mostly. He goes, I'm free! Oh god, I'm free! And he just sprints below decks. Just immediately. Excellent! 
Bonus action, I'm shooting another guy. Okay. 26 hit? Yep. Ooh, that's a 30 plus 10 for 40. Okay. Same deal. The wound gets patched up, like, just enough. And then same thing. He's like, oh god, I gotta get out of here. Please get us out. And he's running away. And, uh, let's see. Because I have all of this movement, can I, like, book it and kind of duck behind something? Sure. Okay. I think that's pretty much all I can do. So you've shot two and cleared them out. Two of them have been cut, but they're not fleeing just yet. They seem confused. The three that remain are going to attempt another cure cure wounds attack on Tiber. Oops. It's a hit. Uh oh. It's a miss. That's a miss. Tiber. You gain another ten temporary hit points for a total of fifteen. Oh boy. This is as good as you've ever felt. Feel on top of the world and you're starting to feel connected to these guys that are trying to heal you. Like, you get the sense they don't want to hurt you. In fact, they want you to be as just perfectly healthy. They want the best for you. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Is there any, like, save for this at all? You got hit by the cure wounds. You gained the hit points. Fair enough. You're no longer- you're not compelled to any action. Right now. Okay. This is just that's the sense that you're getting now. Okay. Next up is Rita. Uh, Alright, how many of these guys are left? There's two that like the pink has partially receded from their eyes. And they seem confused, but they're still like acting. And then there's three left that have not been hit at all. Okay, and they're all they're all pretty close together next to Tiber. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rita is going to kind of reach behind his back, and when his hand comes back out, it's got a shield on it. Just a simple circle, like a targe, sort of. And then he thrusts his hand, like, or his, his arm, like, uh, really hard left across his chest, and the shield flies off, and it begins to split into about a dozen pieces and start to kind of circle around him as I use the bonus action to animate the shield. Hey. And I'm going to walk into the area with Tiber and these five guys, taking just tanking any AoEs they get. Or attack not AoEs, uh, attacks of opportunity. None of them take an attack. Okay. And then I am going to cast Thunder Wave at fourth level. Okay. This will be what, all five of them? And Tiber. Gotcha. Nope. Tiber, go ahead and roll a, I think it's con save. Con save, 18. 18? Right. Fail. 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 Yeah, I'll go flying off into space. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I got a, what's a, 15, 18, You're good. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the damage? Damage is 25 for Tiber since he succeeded. Okay. And they're all pushed 10 feet. Yes. Alright, so Tiber, you had 15, 15 hit points. Mm-hmm. That is now down by 12, so that's just 3. Okay. So that, that start of a connection that you felt goes away as you 
watches the wound that is dealt by uh, Rita heals, but your connection dims as it heals. Okay. The two guys that you had cut before, the pink goes away entirely. They sprint below decks. Good. The others, the last three, now they look confused. The pink is partially receded. They don't understand where they are, and they seem like they're responding to some kind of uh, internal stimulus. If that makes sense. Okay. Pimdas, you are up. So, Randy Sticker, did you bring your cookies up here? Oh, of course, dearie. I always have a stock of extra delights. I'm going to cast handmade objects <clears throat> and ten of the cookies. <laughs> and then I'm going to have the ten cookies swarm. How many of these guys are there? There's three. There are three left that are acting the, the odd way. So I'm going to have three cookies on two of them, and then the remaining four cookies are going to go on the third one. Okay. So I'm going to have my bonus action just have them attack. Sure. This feels familiar somehow. Looks <laughs> 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 like it was better than I did last time. Cookies be classified as tiny or small. They're cookies. They are tiny. Okay. Alright, so they have a plus eight to hit. Let's go cookies! So the first one rolled a dirty 20. Okay. We're looking to beat a 16 right now. Okay. So the next one rolled a 19, so that one hits. Third one hits. Fourth one hits. Fifth one misses. Sixth one misses. Seventh one misses. Eighth one misses. Oh, boy. Dude. Ninth one, eight plus eight is 16. Yeah, that hits. Just that hits. hits. Yeah. And then the tenth one hits. So half of them hit. Okay. Basically. Were there any crits in there at all? No. Okay. Were there any nat ones in there? No. Okay. Alright, so just roll aggregate damage for. What's their damage dice on here? Well, 1d4 plus 4. Okay. So. So 5d4 plus. Alright, that's 15 plus 20, 35 damage. 35, there's three of these guys left, so that's what it is. And they just took 25 damage from Thunder Wave, right? Yeah, 25. Okay, so 35 damage. Alright, for the sake of expediency, they are all snapping out of it and running frantically across the deck. Good. Oh, good um, job, again, kiddos! They are, they are hysterical, remember. Uh, it is just like the guy was when you first found him. Oh, should we be like trying to keep them from getting to the ship control? You do you, man. But the tentacle is grabbing again for the ship. Warden Kynan. So he has the disadvantage still? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and beat the disadvantage. Okay. Still rolls a two. Yikes. The ship is grappled. At the moment she has the ship grappled, she casts a spell. Is there anything anybody wants to do? I wish I had counterspell. I have counterspell. You're counterspelling? Let me make sure I understand how this counterspell works. It's my first time ever counterspelling something. Counterspell's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. I was making sure, like, okay, so it's an ability check. Alright, yeah, I'll use counterspell. Okay. Uh, it is... What level are you using counterspell at? I'll just use it at third level. Okay. So roll... Roll charisma check. So 18 plus 6, 24. 
Okay. That is enough. Your spell fizzles, but you guys are now rocketing even faster towards Faerun. And she is pulling the ship against the comet. This is a very Sonic Adventure 2 episode. I knew this was set on Mobius. I'm just envisioning like Final Fantasy X when they're fighting Sin from on top of the airship. That's kind of what I've been feeling this whole time. So, if the ship portals while she's grappling it, do we take her with us? Would you like to try? I'm gonna telepathically inform uh, Mordecai. If you teleport, will she come with us? If so, gun it! Your timing is good because Mordecai is up next. So he punches it and tries to portal out. And as the ship tries to go through the portal, the tentacle pulls it backwards through the portal. You are stuck on this plane as long as it's grappled. Worth a shot. Fair enough. Okay. Tiber, you are up. It's my turn now. Okay. What's the uh, situation? We we got we took care of all the gifts. Uh, we're being grappled. And you're being pulled up next to the comet. Like, the ship is now in contact with her. Okay. So I could get up to her and attack? You could. Okay, I do that. Alright. Oh, which, by the way... Yes. As it was her turn a moment ago, the burns that she sustained seem to have mostly healed. Was that... It was fire damage? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess we don't have any other thing to base off to know if she's resistant or not. Okay, I'm gonna just take an attack, see where we get. I'm rolling crazy today. This is a 19 plus 16 for a a lot. 35? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to 5th level Divine Smite. Use my other 5th level spell slot for that. Okay. So this is going to be 2d6 plus 5th level is 68. Press my improved Divine Smite. And then I need, I think, two more because of Holy Weapon. I literally don't have enough d8s for this. This is great. Right, give me the d6 damage and then do the d8 damage. Okay. D6. That's two, two ones, uh, so Next. 12. Okay, yeah. Fifth level divine smite is 68. Seven for improved divine smite, and then two for holy weapon, so 98. Uh, is 31 radiant damage. 31 total? Yes. The radiant energy skitters across the surface of this comet and does no damage. Bummer. Big ol' bummer, gang. Wow. Okay. Fun is the word I meant to say. Uh, okay. I am going to just take a second attack. No smites. Uh, now I'm rolling bad. I'm all flustered. 24. That's hit. 9 plus 10. Uh, 19. Okay. So another 19. Just straight damage. Yep. Okay. Slashing. Uh, that's my turn, I suppose. Okay. Well, gang, um, my whole fun, sparkly, light damage doesn't do anything to her. So, keep that in mind. 
Alright, Granny Snickerdoodle, you are up. I'd like to try to cast Banishment on Ragnarok. Okay. And try to send her to the plane that we're trying to, and then inform Mordecai Carr, whatever the frig his name is, to, uh... Well, here's the, here's the thing. With Banishment, if you send her... She's from the Far Realm, right? Yes. If you send her back there and keep concentration on that spell for a whole minute, she can't come back. That is correct. So what is your DC? Your spell save DC? 20. Okay. So she rolls... 17 on the die, plus 11. Or no, this is a charisma save, right? Banishment? Yeah, target must have seen a charisma save and throw a rebanished. Okay. That is a plus 13 for a 30. She passes and is not banished. That's worth, <laughs> that's worth trying consistently. All my bonus yeah, actions yeah. really don't do much else. No. I could try to do spiritual weapon. But it's not a cantrip, that's right. Honestly, I'm not that worried about it if you want to go ahead and do it. Yeah. Well, it's a bonus action, that's the only reason why I said that. Yeah, so go ahead. You cast spiritual weapon. Roll the attack for it. It's a spell attack. 24? Oh, yeah. That hits. Yay. Let's go. You deal. Eight. Eight force damage. Alright. Nice. She takes it. Alright, that's it. Okay. She's got some bruises. Not many, but she's got some bruises. She is going to let out a magical pulse of energy. As you all feel a healing wave wash over you. Six, five, two is thirteen. All of you gain 13 temporary hit points. And all of you feel that connection with her that says she doesn't want to harm you. She's your friend. And you all feel just, like, high as the Empire State right now. You know, like, you feel great. So, that's it for that. Kitty, back to you. Okay, so, she's friendly. Doesn't want to harm her. I'm going to detect her thoughts because I got a long rest in. Okay. So you are are you casting a spell? Yeah, I have one of those per long rest. So just the the spell detect thoughts? Yes. Are you looking for I wanna see what she's thinking. Okay, you're trying I wanna see like, you know, like you know, she seems like our friend. It's probably not bad. I'm gonna see what she's thinking. Okay, are you doing a deep dive or just surface thoughts? Deep dive. Uh, what is your spell save, DC? I have no idea. Do I have one? Probably either 19 or 20. Okay, let me just put it this way. There's a 15 on the die plus more than 10, so probably she saves. So, she knows you're trying to read her thoughts. You still are able to read surface level thoughts. Are they friendly? Yes. The thought is, there's so many people down there, and I can spread so much love and life and joy. I can put them out of their pain. And this is her singular thought as she barrels towards Faerun. I would like to telepathically ask, are you going to ask their permission? She doesn't respond to you. I would like to look at everybody else. Do they have, like, you know, pink in their eyes? Everybody has the beginnings of the pink eye thing, right? Yes. I'm just going to be like, hmm. 
I'm going to down a potion of speed. Gives me an extra attack action. Yeah. You can drink a potion as a bonus action. You're just doing it yourself. Fantastic. That's what I'm doing, and I am going to go, and I'm gonna slap the two closest people to me. Okay, are you guys allowing this, or are you trying to dodge? Um, who are the two people? That are closest to me. Pick two, I don't have a map out. Alright, I think let's slap um, Pemdas and Tiber. Okay. Pemdas will take it. Yeah, I guess, would we have any inclination to, like, not let this happen? We kind of know how this infection works at this point. Yep. So, I mean, you are in control of your character, and you know, you know what you know. So, okay, then, yeah, I'm just gonna let Kitty smack me. Okay. okay. So, is my attack bonus the same as my dex bonus? So, for unarmed strike, it would be just one plus your strength modifier. With a minimum of one. Ah, one plus my strength mod would be four. Okay, you each take four damage, which brings you back down to 10, right? 9? 9. Okay. 12. Yep. Okay. Himdos, you feel on top of the world that that connection that was there before isn't there. I'm gonna look at them both and be like, free action. Okay, so how are we feeling? Do we think she's friendly? I don't know. It's not that she's seems malicious, but... I don't know, like, what her idea of love is, I guess. What is love? Ragnarda. Ragnarda, don't hurt us. You hear in your head, I would never, ever hurt you. But would you ask consent? It's going to turn into a PSA about the importance of consent. Will you let me love you? Uh, no. No. (laughs) There we go. No means no, also. But I love you just the same. There's a stalker vibe. And you just see two guns, just, you know, the spitty thing. <laughs> Murder protocol activated! <laughs> Murder.exe. Unfortunately, I think you used all your murder protocol actions and bonus actions. Just give you me did. a little bit to recharge. Give me six seconds. You've done everything you can in a round. Yeah, on to everybody else. Next round, though. Next round. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so the tentacle starts to squeeze and crush the the ship a little bit. Oh, don't do that. Hugs are nice, but not that tight. Yeah, the ship is taking damage from the tentacle. Rita, you're up. Alright. This is still, like, comic size, right? Yes! And the tentacle is uh, proportionally gigantic. Yes, this one tentacle is wrapping all the way around the ship. Kraken style, like just grabbing and crushing. Rita is going to get up on the tentacle and run towards... I forgot its name, Ragnarok, Kika, whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. To get up, like, on the main body. Is this doable? Yes, because you are right up on the common. Okay. You are on the main body of Ragnora. Uh, he's going to, again, reach back into this portable hole that's behind him and pull out two, uh, 
two logs just out of his back and, and flick his wrists forward and uh, a bunch of these like carving tools come out in, in very precisely placed manner so that they, they cut up the wood pretty, pretty quickly. And in the place, there are now two small wooden cannons facing downwards, which he tosses out onto the body. Aren't we good enough for you? Why do you need the whole planet as well? And he activates both uh, force ballistas to fire okay. straight down. Roll an attack. So obviously they both hit, but they don't. You didn't roll high enough to beat her armor class, which is the difficulty of piercing a comet's surface. That's fair. Those were also both fairly low. Yeah. Okay. Pim dots. You're up. All right. So my cookies go after the uh, after the tentacle. I'm guessing seven, five, and eight plus nope. eight aren't going to do it. Did nineteen and twenty-three hit? Twenty-three hits. All right, so that one will give damage, and then we just roll for deep. I can't commit more than like the uh, thing. So. Oh, I see. All right, so I have two natural ones. So uh, yep. some wild magic triggers, but only the twenty-three hits. Only one cookie hits. So that's going to do a D four plus four damage. So three, so seven damage from that cookie. She takes it. And then let's see what my wild magic rules are before I use my actual action. Two and seventy-six for the first one. Two and seventy-six for the first one. All right. Pick one. They are both interesting. I'm curious what a two does. All of your wild magic surges now are rolled on the original table in the player's hand, including this next one. All right. So then twenty-seven and. 41. <laughs> you turn into a potted plant until the start yes, of your next turn. Yes, it was turn. where I thought it was. You are incapacitated in heaven. You have vulnerability to all damage. So, I'm sorry. That's your turn. <laughs> Iconic. Yep. Wild magic, man. Sometimes it helps, sometimes it hurts. Okay. You all watch as Ragnora regenerates, first of all. She is still injured. Okay. But she's regenerating, and the wounds that you're inflicting are starting to heal. Furthermore, uh, there is another pulse of energy as a healing wave goes out to everyone. It's 8, 10, 4, so that's 22 points to all of you. 22. 22 more hit points. Including me as a power of 34 now. Yes. These are all temporary hit points. Alright. So keep track of this separately from your hit point total. So that was 22, and then last time was 14. I don't know. I'm at 12 now. I'm at 31. Well, I was at 12, and now I'm at 34. Gotcha. Ragnora is going to use a legendary action. She begins casting a spell. I'm a plant, I can't cast counter spell. Correct. Dang. Does anybody else have a response to her casting a spell? I don't know if I have any spells with reactions. Let me see if I have something that says I have a reaction. 
my only thing is opportunity attack. Yeah. I got shield, so maybe, depending on what it does. I can dodge out of the way of area attacks. You feel the ship and Ragnora lurch forward as the spell that she has cast has sped her up considerably. Oh no. Oh no. Tiber, we're up. Okay. Uh, I guess, let's see. I could give it a shot to vanish, or I could do something else crazy. Okay, yeah, I'm going to attempt to cast Banishment as well. It's a fourth level. DC 19. Roll it 19 on the dock. Okay. Well, easy come, easy go. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Granny Snickerdoodle. I'm going to cast Legend Lore, and we want to know more about Ragnora and how to defeat her. Okay. This... Divine knowledge fills your mind. Ragnora is an elder evil and a primordial source of corrupting positive energy, predating most of the known universe. Although not the most physically threatening entity, her corrupting presence and ability to regenerate from any of her living scions or spawn make her a threat to the whole universe. She floods the universe with life, causing life to erupt with immortal pink, pulsating energy. Her mind is, like, devoid of hatred and ambivalence. Like, she is filled with only love and compassion and wishes to help all life achieve a more lasting form of perfection. If she accidentally kills a creature, she will swiftly raise it so that then she can bestow it with her love and perfecting essence. Once she lands on a planet... She begins to spread her tendrils throughout the planet, reaching all life on that planet until everything has been perfected. She is naturally drawn to the source of most concentrated life that she can find. So she's invincible, is what you're saying? No. She can be killed. She's going to be really dumb. (sighs) Okay, well... Yeah, she's not immortal, but she is an elder evil. So... That is what you learn from legend lore. I guess I'm going to try to do spiritual weapon again as a bonus action. Yeah, I mean, it's still up. It's up for a minute. Oh, okay. So you just use your bonus action to swing again. 17? Does not hit. Well, I mean, it hits, but it doesn't do damage. Does that make sense? Her hide is too thick. She is a comet. Okay. That's it for me. All right. The tentacle seems to loosen on the ship a little bit. Kitty, back to you. So, I have haste up. I can use my bonus action to shoot, but I can only do sneak attack on the first one, right? Yep. Alrighty. It is time to roll a nat 20. Yeah! Okay! And because one of those damage dice, I have another feat that lets me roll that, so let Just roll the damage completely all over again. Okay. Okay, so you take the higher of the two. So 16, and Jesus. This is the first of 54 plus 36 is 90. And up here we have 86. We're going to take the 90 damage. Nice. Oh, and I need to roll 2d100. Yeah. And this is the first of three attacks. So 29 or 72. 
Oh shit, hang on, let me get your, get your thing. You're good. Kitty just, you know, whirls around. <laughs> <laughs> Fires one pistol. It's not love without consent. <laughs> yeah! These are both bad contextually in this context. Like, in this situation. I'm going to go with the less bad one for the next minute. Hitting with a sneak attack grants you 10 temporary hit points. Oh. <laughs> so you immediately gain 10 more temporary hit points. You feel a connection to Ragnora strengthen. You're starting to feel more reluctant about attacking her. You're not compelled to any change in behavior, though. So, go ahead and roll. Okay. Doing sharpshooter again. Alright, so that's 17 minus 5. So it's 12. Am I reading that right? Yeah. Yeah, so 12 does not hit. Okay, so I'm going to drop Sharpshooter for the next one, because I really want to hit, and smack it with a yep. 29. Could've, you should have done Sharpshooter. So another 12 damage. I really should have. Yeah. Well, I mean, that first one makes up for it with a 9. Yeah, so now we're cooking with, with gasoline. Yeah. You guys just watch as, like, this bullet tears into Ragnora as you deal... 102 damage in a turn. And that's what I missed once. Yeah. Okay. Rita, you are up. Okay. God damn. That was a solid hit. I gotta keep up. Can I can I assume that the more temp HP we get, the more like love that we feel? That seems like a safe bet. Okay. Uh... Actually, no, at the end of that, she's gonna use a legendary action. Okay. Try to uh, reach out for Kitty. Oh Does. boy! That might not hit. What's your armor class? Uh, Eighteen. Yep, still hits. So you are going to heal. You gain another fourteen hit points from a cure wound spell. What's your temp HP looking like? With the hero's feast, because I put it in the wrong spot at sixty-five. So you're at 59. Okay. Actually, quick checking. Sorry, so Kitty is 59. Grandma Snickerdoodle, how many hit, uh, temporary hit points do you have right now? I counted 54. Okay. Pimdas. 31. Rita. 35. And Tiber. 34. Okay. That's it for that legendary action. We're up to you, Rita. How am I feeling? Yeah. Say what? How am I feeling? You feel a strong telepathic connection to Ragnora, and while she is angry and slightly unsettled at how much damage you did to her, she forgives you, and she just wants to focus on helping you understand why this is wrong, and helping you see the light. Yeah. Alright. She's not mad, she's just disappeared. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Alright, Rita, what you doing? I see it now. You're right. You're so right. You have so much love inside you. It's more than enough for, for just us. We can we can give it to everybody as long as we let it out. Allow me to help. And he fires again to two force ballistas just straight <laughs> sure. down. Trying to let it out. <laughs> trying to let it out. Yep. Uh, oh, here's some better ones. 23 and 22. Both hit. Uh, for a total of 30 between the two of them. Yeah, she takes it. Alright. And 
You're starting to notice, like, some actual wear and tear on the surface of this comet. Okay. He's going to kind of put put his arm down and, and move his wrist in a small ball-bearing sort of thing. It just kind of falls out of the, uh, out of one of his brazers and into the same spot that, that the Force Ballistas have been hammering at. He's definitely trying to get down to, like, one hole. Will cast a level five catapult. Okay. Shove this bearing down. That's what a dex save. Dex eighteen. She cannot pass. Okay. What? Oh, I guess she's a giant comet. She has a dexterity of five, which is a minus three. Even at a nat twenty. So. Thirty. Thirty-three. Thirty-three damage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's, that, that's the turn. Okay. Uh, next up. Yep. Pindas. You pop out of your form of potted plant. If there's a tornado of ethereal numbers <laughs> that surround me as I take on my human form again. And all of my cookies are going to attack the tentacle again. And this time I figure out to do the roller. I have two natural 20s in there. Did you build this entire character around procking mat 20s in that once? I built this entire character around rolling Yachty okay. cups for the dice. <laughs> <laughs> That's it did not. It didn't do the plus eight correctly though. So one, two, three, four, five, five hits. Two of which are crits. Okay. So give me the damage first, then we'll, then we'll uh, resolve the crits. Thirty-one damage. She takes it. And then I get four D one hundred. I have three one hundred rolls. So first one is a forty-seven. Second one is a six. So forty-seven. Yep, and six. Six. <laughs> you hear behind you, error, error. Turn around, and there's a Modron standing right there. Oh. Does not <laughs> compute. Does not compute. All right, what are your other rolls? Eighty-six. And 44. These are both good. Which one would you like? Let's try 86. You cast Mirror Image on yourself. Alright. Okay. <laughs> Basically, anytime there's an attack on you, there's a chance it accidentally attacks a Mirror Image. Oh, cool. Cool. So for my action now, I'm going to pull out my Staff of Power, and I'm going to use five charges to cast Fireball at 5th level on the Tentacle. I suggest everyone voluntarily fail for goodness in the Tentacle. Okay. I'm so enamored with this lady, just smiling at it. Oh, no, it's a dex save. Yeah, so it's a dex save. My spell saves is 20. She cannot pass. She will use a legendary resistance to pass. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Anybody within 30 feet of me gets plus 5 on saves, by the way. I would say that's everybody. I'd say that's everybody. You guys... I think you can still volunteer to move, but they'll yeah. save Yeah, right? you can voluntarily fail a save. You can say, no, I let it happen. Yeah. Am I within fireball range since I'm, like, on top of it? Actually, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Rita, you're not getting hit. Okay. Smack me with it. So it's normally 8d6 plus another d6 per level over 3, and you said 5th level? Yep. So that's 10d6. Um, did you take Elemental Adept? I did. Alright, do you re-roll any 1s or 2s? So just roll 2d6. I re-roll 
I roll one more. Yeah. Oh, one and two. Okay, so I roll two more hits. Thanks. All right, so I mean, you have to keep the second one. That's fine. So instead of being forty, it's going to be thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. So <laughs> everyone who would like to fail may take thirty-nine points of damage, except for Rita, who is outside of range. Ragnora sure. takes nineteen. Sweet. I'm down to twenty. I am out of temp HP, and I took five damage, and I go, ow! Yep. That hurt a little bit. Got him. Alright. And then I'm going to, just because I can, use my movement to fly, so I'm halfway between the ship and Ragnarok. Alright, so, Pimdos and Tiber, you're out of temp HP. Rita, you still have 35, Kitty has 20, and Grandma Snickerdoodle has 15. Alright, after Pimdos... You see Ragnora casting a spell. Counter spell again. Alright. What level? Uh, yeah, I'll use third level slot again. Okay, roll the check. That is 12 plus 6, 18. 18? Let me check, actually. I'm positive. Okay, yeah. 18 does counter the spell. Alright. Just watches this tornado of numbers continues to form around me as I'm just mathematically trying to bitch slap her out of existence. <laughs> and then uh, another wave of pulsating positive energy hits everyone. Three, five, so sixteen temporary hit points to everyone. Okay. But that's it for Ragnora. Tiber. I am going to use a thing called Radiant Soul. I can just fly now, basically. There's like a Radiant Damage bonus thing, but that doesn't matter because it's immune. So I'm going to just fly up and attack some more. Okay. Two attacks. Kaboom. Yikes. Uh, there's a nat one in there. Okay, well that is a wild magic suit. Sure is. Which uh, actually, one... come to think of it, Every time you counterspell, you have to roll to see for magic surge. No. Yes. Uh-oh. I rolled a 92, by the way. 92? Okay. Nothing evident immediately. If you die within the next minute, you immediately come back as if by the reincarnate spell. Alright. Anyway, back to Marty. Alright. Uh, my first wild magic was 94. The other is 15. 94 and 15. Yep. Oh, boy. So these are both silly bad. Silly bad. Fantastic. I will say 96. no immediate effect that you can tell. Okay. Alright. Then what was your other attack? Uh, do... 24. That does hit. 15 damage. Okay. She takes it. Uh, that is it for me. Okay. And Granny Snickerdoodle. I'm gonna cast Bless on everybody at third level, so it affects everybody that's in the fight. Okay. You can absolutely do that. Everyone, you have a D4 to add to all attack rolls and saving throws. For as long as Bless stays up. Thanks. And then, I guess I'll use... Thanks, Granny. You're welcome, dear. <laughs> I'm gonna then use uh, spiritual weapon again. Okay. 
So that's 14, or 19, with bless. Oh, I see. Well, it's it misses. Still misses? Yeah. Okay. So, well, that's you're, it. You're hammering away at the comet's surface, but it's not getting through. You all watch as the ship tries to open up another portal. As you look on the other side of this portal, it's going to favor Oh no. Oh no, he's been getting the temp HP too! Fuck, guys, we forgot! There's a reason the tentacle loosened up on the ship. Well, uh. I suppose we're finishing this in Faerun then. So, as you guys tear through this portal, followed quickly behind by Ragnora, you notice you're coming down on top of Waterdeep. And this comet crashes somewhere kind of in the northeastern end of the Docks District. Oh, no. I am crashing. On top of a little tavern. <laughs> no! Not again! Kenny, I have a question. It can't be. What's up? Did the Tablet of Fate predict this? You don't know. <laughs> the Tablet of Fate in the basement door predicts the past. That's true, actually. So, right now it is actively predicting, oh shit, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> I have bad news for Kenny. He just put this fight on top of the Opalist. Yep. Oh no. Oh, why would you do this? Because this is... How could this happen to me? Listen, I had a chance to actively destroy the Bardrock Cafe with a comet again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Gotta give you that. Alright. Ragnora is now on favor. You have landed. Kitty, you are up. So... Am I being actively told not to attack her? There was a brief moment when you had, like, a ton of temp HP, where you're like, I don't know if I should do this. But then you took a fireball. You're doing alright. You can do whatever you want. Shoot her! Kitty just looks up. Forcing me to do it makes it even worse! And I just, you just hear... Come on! Come on! No way! I'ma smack her again! Oh my god! Okay, so that's another. Jesus okay, we have Christ. a bunch of nat 20s for consent. With the sharpshooter. So, um, that's just. 90, that's, just that's 107 things. on that first one. And one of those oh nat 1s replace it with a 9. So I have 8 more. That's 115. Yeah, alright. <laughs> I defeat tyranny with the power of love, friendship, and this gun I found. <laughs> this is the best catchphrase. Oh. <laughs> I like how this thing resists radiant damage, but its weakness is guns. Yeah. <laughs> this is the doom model of the comet. While it is now on Faerun, is looking kind of bad. It's taking some serious hits. You have more attacks, I guess. That's no and yes. So that, that last one does another 22. Jeez, you just did 137 damage in one round or something. That's crazy. Gun. Okay. Gun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell her, forcing someone isn't love. <laughs> Tiber just looks down at his great sword and thinks of all the hours he's spent just <laughs> training his entire life to be good at something and goes 
Yeah, maybe it's time to get a gun. <laughs> I have more. I didn't realize you had really? hyper, like hyper optimized your character. The good, yeah. The, the good news is you guys were not on favor in this whole time because you all watch as the comet unfurls into a gigantic net of tentacles that seem to oh, gross. wriggle into the ground beneath it. That's all that happens now. Rita, you are up. Get him, Rita. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to measure my love, it's at fifty-one out of question mark, which is probably a lot. Yeah, Kitty was able to act at sixty love, so I think you're fine. Well, Kitty was not at sixty. Sure, and fifty-nine. Yeah, yeah, more. Anyway, Kitty also has doing? a gun. Right. I also have a gun, but it's not anywhere near. <laughs> it's not a freaking <laughs> antimatter cannon. It's just it's a not... gun. <laughs> right, <It's a> Jericho. <laughs> I I have been adding my arcane fire off to everything, so like the eclipse cannon. Right. I'm not gonna lie. At about like level ten for this character, I realized I could get gun, and it just went downhill from there. I wasn't expecting a hundred damage around out of one of the characters here. Yeah, no, it's fine. Me either. This is a very happy. I, I was expecting it like a round out of him dust, but you know. Can I just like? Yep. Can I just like give my actions? <laughs> can what I give what it do you mean? Step? <laughs> just have her do it again. No, because you didn't, <laughs> you don't have. There is a battle master fighter ability that would let you do that. Yeah, I know. And it is stupid in combination with ropes. It is. It absolutely is. Because sneak attack is per turn, not per round. And right. It's also, like, basically if you have advantage on it, right? You don't necessarily have to be hidden. Well, correct. Wait, could I have been doing sneak attack damage on two of these hits? Because one of them was a Well, but it has to be on a different target to get the sneak attack. Ragnar uh, is okay. one very large target. No. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Alright, read it. I know, I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, how how can I justify shoving a fireball down this hole? Kinky. Like this. I cast fireball. Something, 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 love, something, something, burning passion, fireball, level four. Cool. <laughs> we know her weakness is deck saves. Oh. My god. What happened? 26 damage on 96. Wait, hold on. I have to add my firearm to that. I forgot. That at least maxed. So 34 damage. Okay. So she fails her deck save, but will spend a legendary resistance to pass. Hey, at least she's not using her legendary actions to ensnare everyone. Yet. Yeah. 1715. Nope. Oh. Yeah. Did you add, right. did you add 4 to it? Oh, it 4 or D4? D4. Alright. Now, Hitto. Okay, so 21 and 16. 21 and 16? Okay. So 21 hits. Uh, 18 force. Now roll a D100. You cast a spell. Yeah, I did. 38. Okay. You gain resistance to damage from fluids for the next hour. I, I have a very strong feeling this will be helpful as we're fighting a tentacle love monster. Alright. 
Pemdas. Pemdas starts cackling maniacally as he flies in the air. <laughs> you see this glazed look go over his eyes as he activates his trance of order. For the next minute, he can't roll less than a 10 on a die roll, a d20 roll. And so what he's going to do is he's going to cast Scorching Ray at 9th level. So that's 10 rays, right? You know, 10 rays, so I'm just going to go ahead and click this 10 times and see how it goes. So that first one's probably going to hit. Well, okay. You have plus 14, you can't roll below a 10. They all, all of them will hit. I can't roll below 10. So just, yep. yeah, just crit fish, yeah. Alright, so let's just go crit fishing. One, one crit, two crits, and one more roll. So, two crits, so that's 18, 20 d6. 22 d6. So that's 65, but I get to re-roll four ones. Is it the ones and twos, or just the ones? Oh, the ones and the twos. Oh, oh you're right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Also, I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use my meta magic to re-roll them threes. <laughs> Goodness. So that's I'm gonna that's roll greedy. one, two, three, thirteen more. So the new number is forty-five, so minus one, two, four, six. 10, minus 19. So 40, So 65 plus 45 minus 19. Okay. So she's going to go ahead and take 91 right. damage. And, that, and then because I bet a magic that, she's going to take 2d10 more fire damage. We're just competing for most damage at this point. Yep. I'm down. 12 yep. more fire damage. Now you have three wild magic rolls to make. One at neutral and two at advantage. Alright, the neutral one, I got 44 again. Okay. Uh, for the next minute, you can teleport up to 20 feet as a bonus action. Nice. Oh, I love that. Awesome. Alright, so now yep. the two advantage ones. Uh, 27 and 6. Another mode drawn appears. <laughs> error, error, error. <laughs> There's two of them just in the back going error, 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 error. All right, and then 25 and 86. You already have your image of 25. A third eye opens on your forehead. You now have advantage on wisdom checks, or perception checks, that rely on sight for the next minute. All right, that was my bonus action to activate my ability, and that was my action, and now my cookies are dead for my phone. No, not the cookies. Okay. You have in a massive blast of flame Turned Ragnora into dust. Yes. Nice. You all With the power of math. You all feel the influence fade yes. as blast after blast hits Ragnora. Of course. Don't you know anything about mathematics? The risk she took was calculated, but man, she. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zing. Don't you forget about me. How do you combat love? Math. Sounds about right. (laughs) Cold calculating math. And gun. And a gun. So, to be clear, this would have been a much more complicated fight had you not taken it to her. Because you would have been having people interfere from all across the planet. Yikes. No thanks. However, because you guys met her in space... It was just you versus her instead of you versus her and 
everyone else. Literally everybody. Hey, cool. And now what you have killed an elder evil. No big There's deal. There's now just a gigantic dead mass of comets on top of the Bard Rock Cafe. And a spaceship. We killed an, we killed an elder evil of love. Yes. Tiber, Tiber got what they wanted, almost. Yep, sort of. Yeah. So, that is not how I, I anticipated this going. But did you guys have fun? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. I would like to go up to PEMDAS, just, you know, blowing the smoke off of my guns, twirling it, putting them back in their holsters. Great job! I didn't know math could do fire. Oh, math is excellent at fire. I like math. I can't do it, though. Not with that attitude. Kitty, I'm gonna have to teach you about the laws of thermodynamics. In return, I'll teach you about the power of love, friendship, and guns. <laughs> I think that's the that's the t the title for this special: love, friendship, and guns. <laughs> and fire. And, and fire in parentheses. I say it's it's either that or <laughs> incredible violence in just the worst font you can find. <laughs> Incredible violence. In like comic sans, right? Just incredible violence. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. So. You all are able to report back. Mordenkainen is very unsettled. The first time anyone ever loved him. <laughs> yep. Doesn't know what to make of it. He's very depressed now. <laughs> He's feeling lonely. Again. But you are heralded as heroes, even though literally no one understands what happened except that you brought a comet down on top of the Bardrock Cafe. Only the few very powerful right. wizards that Mordenkainen talks with know what you've done today. We are definitely not heroes to one Brock song. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> nope, rock song is banned. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Hey, what time of day was it when this all happened? I knew. Yep. I don't know. We, <laughs> we just killed so many people. Pretty much, yeah. We. It's okay, we have a we cleric. Oh, yeah! <laughs> right! We also have a paladin. All, all reviving spells don't take and a uh, components. Oh, yeah! She would have. Yeah, I was gonna say she would have had to take like an action. So I'm just gonna go up to Granny Snickerdoodle. Granny, we have an important task for you. Yo, what is that? We need you to bring a bunch of people back from oh, the dead. Oh, well, I have to touch them to do that. Can I touch all of them? Where are they? Literally under this comment. No, okay. well, when you kids I get the debris to... moved, I'll come and help. <laughs> I will attempt to move the debris. <laughs> I'm very strong. I'm also very strong. And I can make somebody else very strong. Let's let's play it out. How are you getting this comet off? Are you just moving it? We're just going to lift it up. Yeah. Let's, let's see the rules. <laughs> we better okay, pick this who, thing up. Uh, I'm pretty sure that arm bar is underneath. Before we before we do this, who has the lowest strength out of us all? Okay, your strength is now. Okay, I'm gonna give you a, a potion oh, no. of hill giant strength. Your strength is now 21. 
It's assuming nice. you drink oh, it. You're just jacked now. Yes, I will drink it. All right. You said athletics rolls. Yep, athletics from anybody trying to help. Don't forget, you add D4 to it. Yeah, I do. That I is actually correct. Uh, yes, okay. please. Just plus make this insane. D4. Oh. So, 25 plus 3. So we got 28, uh, 23. Hang on, I'm doing math in my head real quick. 32. Alright. Uh, 25 and 24. Also, everybody except me. Hold on, let me make sure I'm reading this right. I'd like to make that a nat 20 plus 15. Yes, everybody except me, go ahead and add four to this roll. 36. From Flash of Genius. 31 for me. Mine is a total of 42 with that replace it with a 20. So the average chick is over 30, which is what I was looking for. You all together managed to pass the impossible DC. (laughs) That is technically the classification there. To move this gigantic comet. Yeah, it's just, you know, another word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day. yeah. That is... <laughs> the power of Oddly friendship. floppy. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Crispy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> floppy and crispy. Yep. Those are two words that comet. I love to hear uh, when it's learning about a tentacled time. comet. Yeah, it's like really crispy, gross bacon. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the other, the ends of it are really well done. The center's yep, still that's exactly what you're dealing with. But you are able to get to the people underneath, and because for a little bit your resurrection spells cost nothing, you resurrect literally everybody by pinching their cheeks. That's why we're here. <laughs> oh. And you're awake. And you're awake. Oh, don't you look lovely? Oh, you're awake. <laughs> so, well done. In my head, this had played out as Ragnora lands, and every round you have to deal with more and more people interfering. And we managed to screw that up. Yes, you did. Every time I plan anything Yay. for y'all, it goes off the rails, and that's okay. I'm going to say I would have really loved to see the, uh, the, the reviving ability, because it you said it revives them as if... Uh, reincarnation were cast, right? Yes. Which mean, which yeah, yep. exactly. So like, it they is come just back a pot shot. People. Yeah, it's just a crapshoot of what you're gonna get. Anyway, nice. So <laughs> let's let's wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for playing. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Well done. I do want to shout out that this was pulled from a. Module called the Winds of Madness, which was gifted to the Bardrock Cafe. This is the final boss of that module, and I adapted it for this one shot. Very fun. You can find Winds of Madness on DM's Guild. There's a lot more good stuff in there besides just this final boss. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for playing. And uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, you'll be back. Oh yeah. Oh, I will. Yes, you will. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what until Marty comes back, just be sure to check out Wayfarer D and D. Wayfaring Strangers on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, at Wayfarer D and D Pod on Twitter. Uh, we pretty much only use Twitter, so that's it. Yeah. Thank you guys again for having me. This has been a blast. Hey, we appreciate you coming on, it's man. A blast having you.
Alright, guys. Everybody have a good night, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Farewell. Goodbye. Okay. You listen to Bar Rock Cafe. Get on to sassygamers.com and listen to more episodes. And become a patron. I'll read your cards. Do it. Patreon.com slash Bard Rock Cafe. Till next time.